now to you stream sorry for the the incredible delay absolutely ridiculous i don't know why you people tolerate this shit i don't know why you people tolerate this shit oh brian someone I did that on purpose it. yeah you totally did totally did we have uh, mic stands now, except for my friend John Heffron. He's forced to hold his microphone, otherwise we'd have an ungainly stand right in front of you. I think that would be ridiculous. Next time. Did this you, be good you like a stand? I have a stand. No, I have like it like one? this. I'm just going gonna, gonna to rock it out like this, like I'm about to, to bell out the last part of some song. Yeah, yeah like you're the lead started. singer from Creed. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to be rah, 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 rah. So I'll just, I'll just go like this, and this is perfect. I'm probably going to wind up holding onto the mic too, because as a comic, that seems like a natural thing. This seems less natural to have this fucking thing in front of you. Right? Yeah, it's kind of odd. Or the, those stands, those are kind of like singer-songwriter stands. Ever do a comedy club? Well, I am a singer-songwriter. Well, well, that I know, but where they <laughs> where you have to use a stand like that? Is there anything more fucking pretentious than a singer-songwriter? Yeah, I've done some <laughs> shitty, and then I've you got some shitty gigs. Like if you have like, and this is like say as a comic. I mean, I, I talked about this with Tom Segura. As a comic, you have to admit that most comics suck, right? What are, what are the odds? What, what are the uh, the numbers rather? It's like eighty percent suck. There's a lot of a lot of bad, right? Same as singer songwriters. There's cool singer songwriters, right? But eighty percent of them are fucking miserable douchebags, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, John (laughs) Heffron, winner (laughs) of last comic standing, uh, miserable douchebag. No, great guy. (laughs) Incorrect, sir. You're incorrect about yourself. Uh, if you haven't seen John, John won uh, season two of Last Comic Standing. I thought it was season one because I blocked out season one because I was on it, and I was on it with Buddy Hackett. And uh, Buddy Hackett got mad at me and then died two weeks later. I was going to yell at him. It was a creepy moment, man. I think we talked about this. Did we talk about this Well, that, last time you were on? But uh, Buddy Hackett yelled at me, and I almost yelled at him back, and then two weeks later he died. So I'm glad I didn't yell. Wow. <laughs> do, you guys, do you guys know who Rip Torn is or Rip Lam- Rip Van, Torn? Van yeah. Torn or whatever? That dude, uh, I just saw him today. I had uh, breakfast, and he sat in the table next to me and just freaking everybody out and stuff. What Was he funny at one point? I don't really know anything about him except he was always he, gay. He's looking. like one of those Hollywood Squares dudes that's always uh, been right. on like Hollywood Squares back in the 70s and shit. Right. He was passing out flyers at Patty's, and it was just really he's kind old of, as fuck, He man. looks crazy. Like He doesn't even look like him anymore. Pretty scary. How do you know it was really him? It could have uh, been because some... he was passing out Rip Van Torn like flyers. Rip Thorn, or, or Rip Thorn. Torn, right? Torn. Torn. And, he, and he used to throw the confetti. Was his thing? <laughs> like was it confetti? On... I'm like God, guys. Was it that guy? Oh, I have no. Yeah, idea. but he that was back when there was probably just him and Hey Brian, can you do me a favor and just shut that door? Yeah. And that other dude that was way gay that was on Hollywood Squares. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, hey, Samantha. Yeah. What is his name? The worst impression ever, but you know that's a pretty good impression because I knew exactly what you're talking about. Uh, Charles something. Not Charles O'Reilly. Okay, maybe that Charles Nelson Riley. No, that was a different guy. There's another guy. Yeah, this guy was also on uh, uh, Bewitched. Samantha. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. I anyway, have so there no was just like those fuck two that or three is. guys that were like the only two or three way way gay guys, whatever. And every TV show had them on. Yeah, that's so true. If you were a gay guy back then, man, you had to be fucking obviously gay and never like, talk about it. You know, they never talked about their boyfriend. No, no, they didn't, they didn't go even on the Howard Stern show and never. talk about butt sex and what they like and what they don't like. No, they just you threw know? confetti, and you went, you know what, that guy's throwing confetti. He's probably gay. You know what's crazy when you stop and think about how many people were like undercover gay back in those days, like uh, Rock Hudson, yeah. you know, and so so many, so many different guys. They just couldn't, they couldn't be themselves. They they, they didn't have that option. It was impossible. 
you know. Or you go, yeah, they didn't have that option, but they could go out and go to like a gay whatever crazy club and never get busted. Is never, the volume and never get caught. Yeah, the, yeah. Vo- the volume on uh, Ustream's overmodulating. Overmodulating. Over because it's so fucking powerful I, now, baby. I think that readers is that guy's better. Sorry. There you go. Yeah, it used to be. Uh, you could go really to terrible. Those, yeah, you could go to any sound. place and not <clears throat> get busted though. That was back in the day when you left your house. Your your wife couldn't get a hold of you until you got back home. So you could do gay shit. Yeah. So you could have a wife. Out of gay, how many of whatever, them? But now, how many you think were upfront with their wives and said, "Listen, you don't have to work ever again. I'll give you a big fat house. You drive around in a nice car. You don't have to have a job. I have to just be my wife. You know, you can fuck guys. Just keep it on the DL. Don't get me in trouble." Do you think there was that, or do you think it was that's that's a difficult move though because you got to be a pretty open and honest guy to like pull that conversation off if you've already. Fucking, I think that happens a know? lot. I think there's a lot of beards in Hollywood. Yes, I there are, but how many of them like know their beards? See, no. I know I know a girl who was married to a guy for ten fucking years, and then it turns out the guy was gay. The guy came out ten fucking years into their marriage, and they were dating before they were married. So who knows? How long that had been going on where he was just trying to keep it together and pretend he was heterosexual and finally he just he just came clean. That's crazy shit, man. And that girl was, I know for sure, absolutely unaware, completely devastated, couldn't believe it, shocked, blown away. You know, that's that's a that's and she this is a working woman. I mean, she works in Hollywood. She's a smart woman. Pretty crazy story, man. Well, I, what I don't understand is I, I, my gaydar has to go off. You know, if I'm married to somebody, I'm with them that much, and if they are really gay, then I you would think you would know unless you're really stupid. Yes, you would. But this woman who I know is not the most sexual person, and she's very ambitious, and she works all the time, and she maybe doesn't even like sex that much, and maybe every now and then he likes fucking girls. You know, maybe right. maybe he's really good at eating pussy because he wishes he had one. He's like, if I had one, I would do this to it. Mm. What a terrible fucking gay voice I just threw out there. <laughs> God, so stereotypical. I'm so embarrassed with myself. But uh, yeah, man, it's fucking. It's got to be real hard to to have that wacky gene and you know be stuck in a situation where you have to pretend that you're not. You know, could you imagine if you had to pretend to be gay all the time? Imagine if the only way to work in Hollywood was you had to be gay. So you had to run around pretending to be gay, including dating guys and letting them fuck you. How about that? Right, to add to the to the thing. Could you fucking imagine if that was the only way? Could you imagine if you're a comic, you want to make it as a comic, and you the only way is if they think that you're gay? Right. Fuck! But it's so tempting. I mean, you want to be a comic so bad. You've always wanted to be a comedian. That's your fucking thing. You know, could you imagine? No. Holy <laughs> shit. You know, we're, we're very lucky. So lucky to be heterosexual. So lucky. <laughs> so true. I mean, except for except for the whole, you have to worry about babies. That's it. Gay dudes, they just plug each other in the ass all day, and they don't have to worry about shit. There's no repercussions. The worst, they get some sort of a disease. <laughs> they get the AIDS. That's the worst. But other than that, they're just pleasure. It's all pleasure. You know, just shooting loads at each other and having a good time. I got online last night, and uh, I was on YouTube watching that R. Kelly clip, my new favorite clip of all time. And I went on a YouTube journey. Which is always amazing if you ever, yeah. like, you should, the very first video on YouTube, you should write down what it is. Yeah. And then backtrack your mind to see well, how you went from R. <laughs> Kelly to. Yeah. Well, I went from R. Kelly to gay bears. 
gay muscle bears and daddy bears. These all these these videos of gay guys, these hairy gay guys have online big muscular gay guys like flexing. And you read like the fucking comments, and it's hilarious. The comments are all these gay dudes going, "Oh, I already got pre cum," and like yeah. you know, my dick got hard just looking at that. I can't wait to shoot on his back. You know, oh, what I would do to him. I wish I had an older man like him to molest me. And I'm like, it's all like unanimous perverts. Like everyone on the fucking thing, they're all just disgusting i was on wicked uh, perverts uh, a site similar uh an adult site that had comments underneath the actual porn scene which just shows i think that's is a, weird it's a generation thing where is that a new thing i've never seen they that have that actually site. here on Ustream. where you can yeah but comments. Ustream is normal but on a porn site have you ever yeah, seen it i'm sure like, i hate the way she sucks dick yeah, yeah, looks sure. like she hates it yeah that's what it said there was this one it was this asian girl and she was typewriting and the comments underneath was why would she be using a typewriter right now? And it's to me, maybe it's just an aging, but it's like just be happier seeing porn. There's yeah. a generation of guys that used to go through the weird guys trash. Yeah. Used to have to get the Sears catalog. Oh, we've talked about this many times. You know, we're sponsored. Be, be happy that you have porn and, and you really gonna create a screen name. By the way, we comment? have to mention this. We're sponsored now. Sponsored by the fleshlight. See that? That's a butthole. That's a butthole right oh, there, yeah, fella. There's a pubic hair on it too. Where? Oh, no, it's no, not. that's not pubic hair. Sorry. I did not. I'm not used this one, sir. <laughs> I do not. I need, do not use the butthole one, and yes, I would sir. not pull out the vagina one out of respect. <laughs> the one that I have yeah. used. I like how it's autographed. Yeah, it's so that? important. My, the vagina one's autographed too. Really? Yeah. From who? I don't know. Oh. Different like chicks. famous. Yeah, I think that one's like Christopher Janet. Reeves. What? <laughs> that's Christopher Reeves' butthole. Wow, I didn't. It's a lot pinker <laughs> than I expected. <laughs> So that's the flesh. I, I've, yeah, I, we're sponsored I, by it. If you're a masturbator, and I know you are, you got to pick one of those up. It's fucking fantastic. It's a the, the greatest masturbation tool ever invented for dudes. Because for du- for years, dudes had nothing. Now we have this. It's golden. Fifteen percent off on Joe's website. Oh yeah, you click on a link, you can get some get some money for it. Get some money off. And you got to figure if we just go through that. I've I've never used one, but anything else you might use up is going to probably called chafing. And, and it might, you know what I mean? Like you know, <clears throat> get a little hot spots here or there. You know the, so the, that's the, probably a safer th- thing about that. Think about the less open sores you're putting on, on your, yes. your junk yeah. by yes. not irritating the skin. Look at you. Look at that. That's the medical end. <laughs> that's the practical end. I don't know, what, the fu- the I don't know what you're fucking to put sores all over your dick, but yes, I agree with you. Well, I'm just saying some T-shirts are softer than others. Do you fuck your T-shirts? Is that what you do? No, but I'm saying some just for the, you know. The fuck are you saying? Say it or don't say it. You fuck your t-shirts. Nothing wrong with that. Well, I don't know if I do that. Term. I fuck basically everything I own. <laughs> I fuck my bed. I fuck pillows. I fuck soap. I fuck shampoo. I tried the difference between soap and shampoo. My dick got irritated once because I fucked this uh, this soap that I didn't know. It was Mrs. Rogan soap, and it was like for like if you have acne, and I just oh, squirted it on my fuck? dick and beat off with it, and then my dick got all fucking well. <laughs> red and sore, oh. and I was like, what the fuck was that shampoo? And then I. I just thought it was shampoo, man. Well, let's say, just say through conditioning, <laughs> if I smell pert, I start to get a little bit aroused. Wow. If I hear running it's water. Like Pavlov's sm- dog. Yeah, exactly. If I smell pert. But I think conditioner is a way better way to go See, in, I like, than shampoo. You know bubbles? When you blow bubbles, that soap, it's kind of oily. That's the best uh, soap to fuck, I think. Dudes don't have to worry about any of that shit when they're gay. They just bang each other. I bet gay guys hardly even jerk off. They're just so busy banging each other. They can just get sex all the time. I think so. I think you see it at the gym where you're like, they're all wow, freaks. You just, you, just, you just come here and just 
Dude. Look, and then you disappear in the steam room. I used to work out at 24 Hour Fitness, and the guy who was the manager there was this really cool guy, and he was assigned to the West Hollywood store, the West Hollywood 24 Hour Fitness, because he had to clean it up, quote unquote. Because they were having problems there. Because dudes were fucking there. And dudes were like fuck all over the place. They would, they would fuck in the sauna. And they would have to go in there and hose down the sauna. He said it was <laughs> disgusting. You would go in there. It would smell like ass. And there would be loads everywhere. These guys would just bang each other. And shoot loads all over the fucking sauna. And you would go in there. Literally it would be a fucking biological, biological hazard. And he had to clean all this stuff out. And, and hose everything down. He said he always caught dudes banging in there. Like uh, and those aren't some in yeah. shape guys too, by the dude, way. Dude, gay gyms are like gay discos. They might as well be nightclubs. That's where they pick each other up. Yeah. When I was uh, when I was doing news radio, I used to work out at Gold's Gym, which is on Cole, which was a total gay disco. I mean, that's all it was. Right. It was just a bunch of gay dudes trying to pick each other up, and they would spot you like when you didn't need a spot. They would come so over. So they can stand with their yeah, their sack stand with your balls above your head, and they would like be really aggressive, like the way they stared at you and looked at you because they were used to getting their dick sucked when they did that. You know, right. it's like that's their spot. That's where they go, man. They're fucking freaks. They don't have to worry about babies. You know what was life like before the pill? Could you imagine if we grew up? I mean, when was the pill? The fifties? Is that what it was? Could you imagine if we grew up when there was no pill? We don't even know what that's like. My girlfriend was on the pill when she was 16, right? When I, w I was 16 or I was 17, she was 16, she was on the pill. I don't know what it's like to be in an era when there was no pill. Could you imagine how much more careful you had to be, how trickier it had to be, you know? Yeah, or were guys then or, or they were like kind of dudes now when you're just – Whatever. Out of a hundred, you know? out of a hundred people, guess how many per year out of a hundred people uh, get pregnant even while they're on the pill? How many? Eighty-three percent are protected, so it's whatever. That's it. Yeah. It's only eighty-three percent, so seventeen percent, so seventeen out of a hundred. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I was just at Planned Parenthood the other day, so they really said that. You know why? Because show you that on the out podcast. of that seventeen percent, ninety-nine percent of those seventeen percent are lying whores. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why. Oh, I totally on the pill. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. on the pill. Yeah. You shoot a load in there, and now you're you have a baby. Right. I have a new baby. Oh yeah, how is it going? How's it's it? Fucking fantastic. My uh, Mrs. Rogan gave birth on uh, Wednesday. We have a new baby. And uh, don't read the chat. You're gonna get distracted, son. See, you're not even yeah, paying attention. You don't want to read these. You're already people. lost. Sorry, you don't want to read that. <laughs> right. Just right. concentrate on the conversation. I'm gonna tell you some. I'm told not to chime in. You don't so have. Apparently, I'm told not to chime in. Some random. My, well, some you don't random fucking look. listen to okay. that random dude. You gave a voice to some douchebag. There's <laughs> some okay. asshole out there. Look, the beautiful thing about the internet, I always say, is that anyone can say anything. They all are free to say whatever they want. But the horrible thing about the internet is that anyone can say everything. Right. They can say whatever they want. So douchebags get to talk too. So you don't know what kind of group you're getting. And you can't read the negative shit. 99% of it is going to be cool people with questions. But that 1%, you can't respond to them yeah. because then you're reinforcing live, shitty behavior. Yeah. You know, yeah. those faggots need to get a life. Those fucking dummies that want to come on and talk shit, and they want to do it on Twitter, they want to do it on MySpace and Facebook. They're, they're, I had to learn the hard way that you're supposed to ignore them, you know? Yeah, it's or, hard. Or, or joke about it. It is hard, because you see them, you're like, fuck you. But that's not even a person, man. That's a sad little blip of energy, of negative energy. Ooh. I had this fucking dude. I should read it, because it's that interesting. I had this fucking dude that sent me a message about um, the woman who uh, I had a, an argument with this feminist woman once on um, on MySpace and uh, not on MySpace on um, 
it, it, they put it up on YouTube. Kevin Kevin Booth filmed it. It was behind the comedy store. This lady Lydia lunch, and I tried to be nice to her, but she got like super aggro with me and really douchey and said she was gonna burn me with her cigarette. So I just started fucking ripping her apart, and it's on YouTube. And this guy sent me this fucking scathing. I mean, the the chick is a cunt. Okay, there's no way I would ever yell at a woman unless that woman's a cunt. I mean, it, it has to get to a a dirty, horrible. Po- if that's my manager, I'm fucking firing them. I swear to God. <laughs> Well, I got a uh, TikTok. Okay. Yes, it is. TikTok. I'm doing my podcast. Wow. I do it every every Very Wednesday at three o'clock. You're on the, on the air right now. Very uncomfortable. It's Wednesday. Today's Wednesday, knucklehead. Tuesday. Tuesday, whatever it is. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> that's that's a real comic. I don't even know what fucking day it is. It was them too. It's always them. Meanwhile, they were they were getting mad because we were talking about them in the flashlight. We're not allowed to talk about them anymore. Anyway, so this fucking guy sent me this this email back. It, I mean, the first email he sent me was like really fucked up, like just such a douchebag. That woman you bullied on YouTube. Now, let's just listen to this. This woman is an ass, but Joe Rogan looks like a typical dude who would be on Jersey Shore pushing and punching bullying women physically. Okay, I didn't bully her. I told her not to touch my face. She touched my face, and I pushed her hand away from me. Wow, dude, you're so tough, man. What a funny faggot you are. Talk about mommy issues. Christ, how do you live each day being such a miserable bitch? Typical low-file pig. Only other short, ugly, miserable podheads with it. Now, think all this fucking energy. And this keeps going on and on and on and on. Uneducated piece of trash. Instead of telling us that you wish the president would take mushroom trips, try living life without smoking joints, you pothead burnout fucking dumb-dumb. So this is obviously someone who's been to my show. Because I say the president should take mushrooms. I've, I've said that in my act. So this is obviously probably some heckler. Probably some dude who got jacked at one of the shows. Um, and then I sent him some message. I think I sent him something like, uh, I said that here, this is what I said. If that's what you got out of the video, then you deserve to be the type of person that writes such a retarded email. You have created your own reality and it sucks to be you kisses. So that's what, that's what I said to him. I don't know why I did it because I shouldn't have. Because when you do that, what happens is you create a fucking battle, you know, for no reason. So this fucking guy writes this thing that's like paragraphs long. You're the typical Jersey Shore hostile short dude. You'd like to believe you're different because you moved to plastic land with the fakes. But it just goes on and on and on. And it's so fucking sad. And I, I look at stuff like that and I say, here's a guy that obviously – not a happy person. There's no way he's successful. Michael Jordan's not sitting around on Ustream, you know, writing letters like this or right. on YouTube or whatever. These are he's all Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's not. There's no winners out there doing shit. Donald Trump's not getting on fucking MySpace and shitting on bands. Your band sucks. You guys are faggots. You know, it's always some fucking zero. But the amount of hate that someone would generate. And all of it comes from them not being happy with who they are. All of it, 100%. If they want to put out that much energy, I mean, you could have dislike for someone, you could disagree with someone, but if you're, you spill out so much vile and it's about something that had nothing to do with you, what you're doing is finding someone who you don't like to compare yourself to. They've got something that makes you uncomfortable, whether it's success or looks or money or mm-hmm. uh, uh, whatever the fuck it is. You know, they're doing something you don't, that you wish you were doing. You know, they are getting attention you wish you were getting. That's all it is. 
So you, you have to treat them, instead of like human beings, you have to treat them like these little aberrations, little blips of energy, and you got to learn from them. So when you see some douchebag that like chimes in and says something fucked up, the way you have to look at these people in is almost like these sad little creatures, like trapped in like a, a, like a, a jail of their own choosing. You know, so don't respond to these fuckheads. <laughs> yeah, I just got, I just got. <laughs> I was e- like, what are we talking about? Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I, <laughs> that's the weed for you, son. <laughs> I got an email a, a few days ago that literally said, you know, I just saw your special on Comedy Central. You were one of those guys where your parents must have told you you were funny, even though you weren't. And and then he goes on to say, you know, you you suck. You're not funny. You'd maybe make a good weather guy, blah, blah, blah. So then I saw that. That's actually kind of funny. You might maybe make a good weather guy. guy. I'm not saying, (laughs) listen, you suck as a comic, but I believe you if you said a storm front was coming in. Um, (laughs) But then I was like, at first I got mad and wanted to respond to the guy. And then I went, you know what? How many emails do I get from people that were like, that "That was the greatest show ever? And I don't even think about responding to them. Exactly. That's the problem. Yeah. Because, and, and, What's that guy's focus? Like, there's not been, like you just said, one band that I've hated so much that I went to their website, logged in, and said, I just want to let you, I'm never coming to see you. No artist, no writer, no No, comic, no nothing. I've never never done that to anybody online that I did. If I didn't like their stuff, I didn't like it. Yeah. You know, I might, like, comment on Twitter, I thought that movie sucked, you know, but... But writing someone like some fucking horrible, scathing, evil email like that, that's only And for you know losers. the second you'd reply to it, their heart would drop because they were excited that oh, you Oh, and then it's on. Like this guy like that. that I told you that I sent that email back, he wrote me fucking paragraphs. Yeah. That that douchebag probably spent hours of that. Meanwhile, he's probably unemployed. No, his life's in fucking he's probably shambles. probably 12 years old and he pees himself still and he has a computer and he's making fun of all of us. That's the problem I hate. Like, I got in a fight with somebody the other day. I like back and forth and then... I went to his MySpace page and it was like a kid. Like he, he had Pokemon as one of his favorites. And I'm like, oh my <laughs> God, I'm even wasting time on this kid. Yeah, well, it's it possible. So it's always possible that they're little teenagers. But yeah. the, more, the more important thing is that what it is is it's not a person. And you think it's a person because, you know, like in real life, if someone did that to you, it would cause like a real situation. You'd be like, wow, there's like some negative energy going back and forth between me and this person, but you're not even making physical contact with that person. So you got to learn how to like not accept it. Like when shit comes in and it's like anonymous shit on the internet, you got to learn how to not accept that. It's a difficult thing, right? Yeah. It's tricky. This is probably the trickiest thing about being in the, you know, quote unquote public eye, you know, is, is dealing with all the losers, all the fucking failures, all the shitty human beings that just want to dump on people. And it's easier to dump on people if you do that all day, then you never have to look at what's going on with your own life. Oh, yeah. you, you're like, I've had a busy day. For today. sure. Like I this, wrote 10 bands guy, that I hate and five comics I can't stand. Wow. This guy, Ooh. I went to his uh, YouTube page too, which is even more hilarious because it's just filled with people shitting on him, calling him an asshole. So I guess he just does this constantly. Just that's what he does. <laughs> right. Just fucks with people. And um, I, I, I thought it was – it's fascinating, man. It's fascinating that there's people like that that for sure are fucking losers. Not a single one of these guys is successful, is doing what they want to be doing. Because if they were, they would be concentrating on that. I don't have enough energy out there to concentrate on some other shit. I don't have any energy to go out there and try to bring someone down for no reason. I don't have it. I don't have it to give. And if you have it to give, for sure you're missing something in your life. Absolutely. Jesus. You're missing Jesus. I've been following a lot of Christians on, on the Twitter lately. Oh, so this brings me back to R. Kelly before I went yeah. we went gay guys, <laughs> gay guys, big bear to R. Kelly. Okay. You 
fucking have to see this R. Kelly clip. I got to show you this video because this is the best piece of unintentional comedy I've ever been a witness to. It's R. Kelly and it's a video called Real Talk. And I watched it. I'm not bullshitting you, man. I watched it fucking 10 times yesterday. I'm going to find it here. Is it on your Twitter? Yep. Here it is. Can um can I play it here? How's the volume thing working? Here, I'll, I'll I'll do the volume thing on this computer. Okay, here we go. Which one is it? It's on my Twitter. You're not even on my Twitter, faggot. Yeah. Now you are. I had to mute the other thing. Uh... Oh my god, you're fucking ridiculous. Scroll down. All right. Right there. Here? Scroll, Jesus Christ! Can you fucking read, son? Yeah, scroll down all the way, man. No, it's too. <laughs> Damn, you freaked out. No, I didn't. I watched some link that you hit yesterday about some guy in coal. I watched the whole thing. Okay, you gotta crank this up. Okay. Crank this up. I think it's a great song. You know what I'm saying? This is R. Kelly, who is my favorite unintentional black comedian. <laughs> Shit gets when you arguing with your girl and shit. You gotta. You know what I'm saying? So I did it on YouTube. But I'm gonna do this shit for y'all on YouTube. <laughs> Real on, talk behind the scenes is what it's called on YouTube. Of course, we got the stogies jumping off here. So now, what it is is R. Kelly having an argument with his chick and he turned it into a song. I'm doing this for the fans. It's just a conversation with him and his chick. They love Real Talk. They love Real Talk. This is him on the phone. Meanwhile, while he's talking, someone's braiding him. Did she say there were other guys there? Were there other guys there? Well, tell me this. How the fuck she knew I was with the mother girl? I love how there's no singing during that point because he's got this intelligent point to make. Do what the other guys? He's got a fucking rock solid excuse. Listen. I don't know why you fuck with all them jealous. No man having assholes anyway. Yeah, your ass was smiling then. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have to do with if he was out with us. <laughs> no, it gets better. I ain't gave nobody no money. I ain't gave nobody no money. Is you tweaking? <laughs> you see what your problem is? You're always running off at the mouth telling your girls your motherfucking business. <laughs> when they don't eat with us, Listen to this. they don't sleep with us. Besides, what they eat don't make a shit. Real what talk. they eat don't make a shit. This is my favorite part. Right here, right here. 
bitches. Bitch, I wish you would burn my motherfucking clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Did he? <laughs> he is. Okay, shut it off. He is singing. That's the end of it. And there's like a fake fight afterwards. He's singing through a ghetto argument with his girl. And he's singing like with passion. Yeah. And I wish you would buy my yeah. motherfucking clothes. <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> Everybody listening, next time you fight with your girl, you have to just throw oh, the word real up. talk into the conversation. Oh, my God. That's good. He likes, he likes to pee on girls, too, which is funny thinking. Is that true, a, though? Yes, you, saw, you did not see the video. Listen, did he not get acquitted? You don't want to get sued, son. I, I, I've seen the video. You best, you best watch your motherfucking mouth. <laughs> he he was wearing this is real talk. Real talk. He got his jacket and got it bedazzled at the mall. Did you see that? He had like those little jewels he put on cell phones all over his. Jacket. I don't know why you're hanging on with all them no man having assholes anyway. Real talk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I want to see him and Easy E deep kiss. What are you talking about? He's fucking awesome. He's he is a dude out there working for you. Okay, that guy he, is providing you with entertainment. <laughs> you don't look. You might not like him. You might think he's stupid, but that was goddamn entertaining for yeah. all the wrong reasons. Yeah. But that was goddamn entertaining. That easily could have been a sketch on the Chappelle show. Oh, it was awesome for the wrong reasons. Yeah, but I like his road of thought though. When the girls like you were out with the nice girls. Hey, didn't I buy you something yesterday? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you were happy then, right? So wait, I'm happy then? <laughs> didn't I just buy but you that? I love the fucking pause where there's no music. Yeah. Did she say there were other guys there? Did she say there were other guys there? I wish you would burn my clothes. <laughs> Come on, I wish man. You would. And it sounded like you oh. said he was going to shoot her, then bailed and what realized. They he's like, I'm going to shoot. I mean, something bad's going to happen to you. What they eat don't make a shit. That's a song. Good stuff. That's genius shit. But, you know, you could say, oh, this idiot, this moron. But listen, that guy is giving massive amounts of unintentional comedy. Yeah. You know? He's, you always, he's always been great. Yeah, he's always been great, dude. Yeah. I love him. Hilarious. Fucking hilarious. Trapped in the Closet was one of the best ever. Because it was like, what, seven parts or something like yeah, that? Yeah, <laughs> more than that. Like 24 parts. All it's right. a fucking DVD, dude. Oh, I got a DVD of it. That's it might cool. be a two fucking DVD set. I want to watch that in 3D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I watched this all day yesterday. I just kept watching it over and over and over again. It, I literally watched it ten times. That's awesome. Real talk! It's genius. Genius shit. Um... <laughs> Back to uh, Brittany Murphy's husband died. Isn't that ridiculous? <clears throat> Crazy. Never figured that guy would be out there jogging. I mean, was it a heart attack shit. or drugs? Drugs. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Hmm. I mean, it ain't wheatgrass juice that killed that fat <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, look at him. <clears throat> Everybody was wondering why how that was in that equinox. You want want the yeah. protein drink or do this you want? This is how the... you have to look at it. You see a guy who's that fucking fat with a movie star hottie for a wife. And she's got a drug problem. Well, that's where her fucking drugs are coming from. They're coming from the fat guy. It's, I mean, it doesn't take Sherlock Holmes to figure that one out. That's pretty simple. Yeah. Man, that's a big problem out here, isn't it? Prescription drugs. Drugs are a huge problem in Hollywood. And prescription drugs are the most, the biggest one. Oh, that's the one that doesn't know. get talked about. Everybody's on pills. I can't tell you how many times someone has offered me Oxys. People have offered me Vicodins. People have offered me Xanaxes. Just offering them. Like, you want some gum? Hey, you want a Vicodin? You want, you want, you want a prescription drug? You want some Oxys? Fucking Oxys, man? People are giving out heroin. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. 
If yeah. anyone's giving out any Nexium, let me know. That's stomach acid medication I'm trying to get <clears> rid of. It's scary, dude. It's scary <laughs> bringing human beings into this world knowing that it's just going to get more and more fucking crazy. So uh, <clears throat> Baby Rogan number two was just born the other day. And uh, this is the craziest part of the the the, the, bear, the birth process. <clears throat> the birth process is totally normal. You know, It's all great and everything. Baby comes out, beautiful. Everything's healthy. Everyone's happy. But... When a chick gives birth to a baby and the baby comes out of her pussy, it tears her taint. It tears the, the, the line between the, the butthole and the vajayjay. Right. And they have to sew you know, that the shit up. The tainted love. So the baby comes out, okay? And the, the doctor has the baby. I cut the cord. Everything's happy. We take the baby. The baby goes to the, <clears throat> to the incubator where they have to uh, you know, clean it up and all that jazz. So while this is all happening, the doctor starts stitching, Okay. Are you watching My wife is holding the baby, okay? My wife's holding the baby, and she's so happy, but she had an epidural, so she's numb from the waist down. So she's got this epidural. She's not feeling shit, and she's happy and smiley, and she's holding the baby. Meanwhile, her legs are up in the stirrups, and her vagina is a fucking scene from Hellraiser. This dude is just hooks and pulling and hooks and pulling, just fish hooks, just digging into me. And it's not like one or two times. He's fucking getting in there. He wants to tighten that shit up for me. I Can mean, you pay him extra for a couple more stitches? <laughs> no, he's doing – He's that's like a, an old joke between men, you know? Like, hey, doctor, is it 20? Put a couple extra stitches in there, will you? But no, dude, he is just – digging in but it was so surreal watching the scene because in on one hand here's my wife with this new baby and she's super excited and there's so much love in the air and the baby's you know crying and nestling up with her and you know and there's tears coming down her face and she's so happy and this huge smile and then three feet below that is a fucking horror movie i mean they're just hooks 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 wow yeah, dude. And then she has to wear a diaper because, you know, it's all it's blood and right. the whole area is a mess. So she's got these crazy granny panties on with this big, like, giant super maxi pad diaper type thing stuffed next heard... to her pussy. Are we doing this now? We're going to sit back? I feel very uncomfortable. I feel more comfortable now doing this. Out of perspective. <laughs> Out of... There we go. But you're Stop supposed back. to, everything I've read, nothing I would know, but you're supposed to never look, right? As Why dude. do you say that? I looked, so that's I looked the first that's time. That's going to haunt you. you don't, no, you it don't didn't go haunt below me. the curtain. Didn't bother me at all. Really? The first time. No, I mean, it's it's natural, man. It's part of life. It's now, just... do those stitches just come out by themselves, or do they have to get Yeah, they out? absorb. I think it might be that what's dad who passes out, because even you telling that story, I, that's why I lean back. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. It's real shit, dude. I, yeah, I might, <laughs> I might pass out from his story. I've seen <laughs> a lot of trauma. You know, I thought about that the other day. Like, you know, like a fireman or a policeman, they've seen way more trauma than me. Right. You know, they, they see a lot more crazy shit than I do. But compared to the average person, I mean, almost every week I see somebody, somebody get beat jacked. fucking senseless. Yeah. I'm like, like, almost every week. I'm so oblivious to that. Like, when I see, like, fights break out at clubs or something like that, I mean, I always get like, all right, I might want to get the fuck out of here. Right. But I never get, like, uncomfortable. I'm like, I see, I see this all the time. Like, I'm always seeing broken bones and giant fucking facial gashes and <laughs> blood everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So I'm watching this with this clinical disconnect. While this guy is digging fucking hooks. It's like Pinhead. What was the one where the skin was stretched back? That's what it's like. Just yeah. 
and he's going in there and he and he had to change hooks at one time to get a bigger hook to go deeper because they do levels because wow. the whole taint is is like ripped apart wow. and the fucking baby's got my head big fucking head baby and it's fucking ah, and it just rips just tears open wow. yeah dude it's extreme shit and then after the baby's out they pull this placenta bag out, and the placenta bag, this is where the baby, you know, this is the sack where the baby was living, you know, you inside the uterus. saved it to eat. No, they pull it out, dude. <laughs> they pull it out, and it's like, it's like an alien. It's like some alien creature. It's like right. an octopus was living in, in People your eat girl's that. pussy. You know that, yeah. Right? It's yeah, they cook it up. Mm-hmm. Very strange. Yeah. Yeah, they fry it with eggs. <clears throat> they fry it rather like eggs. I keep doing that, <clears throat> which is probably very annoying it's bananas. for people. <clears throat> it's what? Bananas. What are you talking? Bananas was something I couldn't stop saying the other day. Sometimes I get a, a word in my head like that is fucking bananas, and it just gets stuck, and it got stuck <laughs> for like the whole two-hour podcast. <clears throat> so anyway, my advice to you is uh, don't look below the curtain. You should look. <laughs> you should look. You should know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, you got to be able to handle it as a as a human, as a man, especially. Yeah. You know, well, there's nothing like that you ever prepared for. You know, so, I mean, I could probably watch fights all day long. Well, you, you have a stepdaughter. You ever thought about shooting a live one into the missus and making a, making a real one? We've never not tried, but <laughs> obviously, you know. So you have tried? Yeah, but never mm-hmm. not, you know. But You've been but, trying but, to have a baby this whole time? You with her? F- what, five years now? Wow. You want I don't know how, but then I'm like, well, I travel all the time, and then I hear you, you're knocking them out, everything. Are you, like, are you, you one? I do. Are you, no, I don't. I don't think I travel more than you do. Um. Are you um getting your balls checked or anything? I went got got that thing whatever the number is. It's like twenty two million is average. Like I had like I was in the sixties or seventies. So you're good. Yeah. So yeah. she's got a broken box, or something. Or I'm never home. That I, I don't understand. Because then I watch like the. Have you ever fucked her thirty days in a row? No. Whoa. No. Welcome to marriage, ladies and gentlemen. No. All you no. people out there fucking your girlfriend <laughs> three times a day. <clears throat> I think that you're like, the- man, that wouldn't change if I got married. <laughs> yeah, it would. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna stop fucking your wife. It's a horrible. Well, it's hard horrible if you're on the road. Like for me, somebody Wednesday through Sunday. You know, some months are less than others. But let's say, bitch, I'm on the road. I'm on the road. This is real talk. <laughs> How the fuck do you expect me to get you pregnant when I'm in Mississippi? How much do you think it real costs talk. to freeze sperm? It's a lot. Do you want to freeze your loads? I'm thinking lately, if it's if everything adds up, why not just freeze sperm, get your shit snipped, and then not have to worry well, about it. What if your it? fucking sperm gets all thawed out one day and yeah, a power that's outage what I'm and saying. you're fucked? What if you put it in two separate locations, like mom's fridge in Ohio and then some science lab in California? Hmm. Okay. You know I, I mean? guess you is could there, do is that. Is there any Mom's negative? fridge. I'd rather freeze stem cells. You're going to make some retard baby, son. Bob's <laughs> fridge was shitty. It wasn't totally frozen. You're going to have some half rot loads. I kiss my kid, he smells like otter pops. I used to have a joke about that. This, there was a group that was trying to take... Uh, they, it was called the Second Coming Project. They were trying to take uh, DNA from the Shroud of Turin. You know, the Shroud of Turin is supposed to be the, the cloth that covered Jesus. And they were going to take DNA from the Shroud of Turin and do a clone of Jesus. They were going to make a clone. And and give birth to this clone baby, and that would be the Messiah. They would bring awesome. Jesus back to life with technology. And I was like, that's all well and good, but the technology behind cloning has not been perfected yet. I mean, like when they made Dolly the sheep, Dolly's fucking dead, you know? And there's a lot of things that they make that come out all fucked up and they die. Like, what if they made a retarded Jesus? Like, that was the wow, joke. Awesome. It's like if Jesus came back and they gave birth to him, but he had Down syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
<laughs> like, would they still follow him? He just wants to go bowling all and the, the time. And the joke was like, he's the Messiah. Dude, he's fucking shit in his pants and he's drooling all over something. It might be a test. <laughs> it might be a test. You need to bring that joke back. Yeah, instead of turning water into wine, he would turn, like, cat shit into cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I like the cookies. Yeah, he drools all over his cookies to make sure nobody else eats them. Uh, that's but great. he's the Messiah. That's good. Instead of crosses, everybody would be wearing helmets. look man if there was really if they really knew for sure that they had something that had the blood of christ on it and they knew that there was some technology i guarantee you there'd be some wackos that would be convinced that that would be the way that jesus would be coming back it's like they were supposed to do it and that is how you know it's through technology that the the christ manifests itself in this in this dimension in this this time and era there's a lot of people that would believe that there's i'm following some guys on twitter right now Some creationists. My fucking God, their arguments are scary. I'm Just listen to them talk about these. I'm following dudes that think the earth is 10,000 years old, and they get in arguments all day with people. Their entire day is consisted of, consists of arguing with people about the origins of the earth, about how old the earth is, and about how complex cells are, and how these things would be impossible to create just randomly. God, I love people like that. That's when you jump on and go, yeah, Jesus was an operating system, and you just fuck with them, you know? Go crazy and just troll with them and act like you're being serious just to piss them off. Do you... Uh, I don't act like I'm being serious. I don't I don't troll with them either. Most of the time, I, I just read it. I like, I like listening to people when they have the real arguments, when they get really angry, right. like really go back and forth with each other about shit that you don't have a goddamn clue about. Like, you're telling me that the human eye is too complex, so that's why there's a God? Like, really? <laughs> For real? That's their argument? What a nutty ass fucking argument that it's too complicated for my stupid ass. I don't understand how it works. So there must be a God. Meanwhile, they just created the first artificial cell. Have you, did you read about that? Mm -mm. They made a synthetic cell. They made the very first synthetic cell, which is the, the beginning of us creating life, which is what supposedly God did. Look, if human beings evolve, <clears throat> if we're, we're at right now, if we live and manage not to blow ourselves up or hit peak oil or whatever, and 100 million years from now, we're still here, how much more fucking advanced are we going to be than we are right now? I mean, what we can do right now, if we can make an artificial cell right now, if we can put satellites into orbit, transmit data wirelessly across the entire planet instantly, what kind of insane innovations are we going to have a million years from now, 10 million years, 100 million years? We'll be undiscernible from gods. We'll be able to create our own universes. We'll be able to literally create our own dimensions, our own universes. There will be scientists that figure out ways to break boundaries through this world and into the next, fucking wormholes through space and time. All that shit is going to happen. You know, all that shit is on the way, 100%. So how the fuck do you know that that's not what... There's there's a lot of scientists that absolutely believe that the universe that we live in may very well be just some sort of model that's being run by some super intelligent being. Hmm. That we literally... We are we are running inside like some sort of a, a Sim- system. And those scientists love smoking pot. The, most scientists <laughs> do, dude. Carl Sagan was a huge pothead. Yeah. Why would you not be a pothead if you're a scientist? Scientists are supposed to be thinking around, sitting sitting around, thinking about cool shit. Right. 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 Why would you not want to be high when you're thinking about cool shit? Like, if you watch a space <laughs> documentary, space documentaries are my favorite things to watch. I love watching space documentaries because they just they just put it all in perspective. Like. Sometimes you have to watch them two or three times to really get what they're saying because it's so fucked up. But when you watch them sober, they're not nearly as interesting. When you watch them high on weed, 
on weed. You ever try it on weed? <laughs> if you do it on uh, smoking pot and watch his fake documentaries, you know, Carl Sagan used to smoke weed every fucking day. Carl Sagan's thing was he would smoke pot and that's where he would get his ideas from. I mean, he wrote about my, my signature on the Rogan board is all Carl Sagan. Is that you? Yeah, my problem though with watching these documentaries, like you just had me watch a documentary the other yes, day. Yes, collapse, collapse. And my problem with these documentaries is it just takes one little thing for me to just get thrown off the tracks and believe in belief. You know, like I well, was... you don't have to believe in documentaries. Uh, I don't, I don't believe most of the documentaries I, I listen to or watch. What I do is I just try to see, even if this guy's wrong about a lot of shit, does he have points? Because I know a lot of people who are wrong about a lot of shit, but every now and then they'll say something like. Okay, here's a perfect example. Alex Jones. Alex Jones is not right all the time. He's just not. Some of the stuff that he believes is fucking crazy, and I don't understand it. I, I listen to him, and I, I see the connections that he's making when he says that he's got proof, and I'm, we have the documents. And Alex is a friend of mine, and I, I love the guy. But I listen to his connections, and I'm like, this is illogical. This is you're, you're, You want to come to this conclusion, and that's how you found it. But every now and then, he'll say, more than every now and then, a lot, he'll say shit that I know is right. I mean, it's just facts. Yeah, but the problem is, is a lot of these people are using how they present these facts, quote unquote, is almost like a used car salesman trying to sell you, you know, jelly beans. It's it's like what? like like this guy last night. He was saying things. And I was, you go to used car sales in 1940. Yeah, <laughs> jelly bean little boy. That car salesman was trying to fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I got news yeah. Well, like, he some, ain't selling you a car, buddy. Like like I was having a problem with the documentary you, uh, I watched last night because he was saying a lot of things. and I'm like that. That that really true? Like I, like how he said it, I was kind of like he said that weird. Does that mean it's not true or not? Okay, and like then what I things? researched it last night and he actually that's known for that guy for saying things like like a news like a news uh report had something on about say oil. Then he would say, even Fox News has reported on it, you know, and how he's saying it, it gives you the impression that they were right about uh -huh. what they reported on, but they're not. They just reported on it. But you, he says it so fast, kind of like a used car salesman, that you're kind of just subconsciously going, oh, no, the news reported on it, you know? He's a very compelling speaker. And what we're talking about is the, uh, the Michael Rupert movie, and it's called Collapse. And what it's all about, it's about peak oil, and it's all about how the world is going to fall apart because they're going to run out of oil, and we'll have no way to get goods to people and groceries and shit, and there'll be no way to get around. We, we can't manufacture anything because everything's made with plastic. And another thing, like, and, and, so I was thinking this the whole time while I'm watching the documentary. Then he said something I blatantly knew he was lying on. And I'm like, you oh, blatantly knew, blatantly knew. <laughs> he I was put blatantly that, lying. I put that word in front of it. It's not more important. <laughs> so, so he said, he said that cell phone companies have been slipping on maintenance of their towers at an all time high and that they're all the, the cell phone towers uh, are not getting maintenance. Uh, and they're Did he say that? Yes, and that pretty soon we are going to have even worse cell phone coverage. I know for a fact that right now, AT&T, Verizon, everything are on so on top of their game when it comes to cell phone towers and maintenance and repairs and building their systems up. at They're the highest they've ever been in. They, and I have an app on my iPhone called AT&T Mark the Spot. Every time I get a dropped call or I have problems with my service, it automatically geotags the location that you're at and it sends it to AT&T so they have it on their file so they 
they know where uh, the towers re- uh, towers are doing bad. I've been doing that ever since the app came out. The other day, they sent me an email t- or text message out of the blue going, hey, just so you know, we've been getting all your reports, and thank you. Because of your reports, we've decided to build a new tower f- by your house. It will be in effect in the next two months. Thank you for use- continuing to use this application. It really helps us out a lot. And so right there, I can tell you right now, that's something they didn't do five years ago on AT&T's network. You know, I was having bad service there five years ago. I'm screwed. I know for a fact that that statement alone that, that he made in that documentary was bullshit. And so that means everything else that he's doing when he's crying and petting his dog and acting like a, some kind of faggot. <laughs> like, I know. I can't, I can't believe anything that guy says. Well, it gets even better. Here, here, here's where it gets better. First of all. Why are you gay um, if you pet your dog? First of all, he was uh, – he he lost a sexual harassment suit, $125,000 and whatever back wages. So it wanted to be like $127,000 from some woman who was uh, working for him. Uh, he uh, made a sexual advance and showed up at the door in his underwear. <laughs> That's awesome. That was, that was like his move. And <laughs> it's she, real talk. So she freaked out and she's like, I don't want any part of this. So she uh, she got rid of him uh, or she uh, you know told him she's not going to fuck him and he fired her. And so she sued and she won. She won $125,000. So this guy's, you know, fucked financially because of that. But the type of person that does that, that first of all, tries to fuck their employees at like 50-something years old. All right? This ain't a 20-year-old kid who just like it's, taking a wild chance. Yeah, like, yeah. Just, somebody I, I gives him some shitty it. advice. Yeah. Like maybe you should just whip your dick out. <laughs> really? You sure? Like, yeah, I've, no, I've, I've given cool. people yeah. that advice before and you fucking hear from their friends you know, dude, you know the, the next you. day. Dude, what the fuck? You told me to pull my dick out. She fucking screamed and called the cops. I'm like, whoa, you got to know when to pull your dick out. You can't just pull it out with everybody, you crazy fuck. That was a move that my roommates in college always did. I, I never had the guts to do it, but they said if the girl won't hook up with you, like you're making out, you're on the thing. Just pull it out and start beating off? Yeah, and that she's either going to do two things. She's either going to, one, going to help you, or two, be so offended and leave, but you're kind of swinging for that, that other 50% of the time. you got to take a chance. you got to know who you're taking the <laughs> chance with, though, right? And you don't do it with a chick who's fucking working for you, like this crazy asshole. <laughs> yeah, Another yeah, thing about the movie that drove me nuts was him talking about how he just likes to go on long walks with his dogs. Like, dude, you just talked about the end of fucking civilization. People are going to starve to death for an hour and a half. While you're and smoking you're telling, cigarettes. Yeah, while you're smoking cigarettes <laughs> like a retard. That's another thing. I was going to get into that, too. Look, you might be intelligent and smoke cigarettes, but that is a fucking stupid thing to do. Smoking <laughs> cigarettes is something that everyone with a brain should figure yeah, out. Every, you should Especially when you're talking about the yeah, end of the, the real end, shit. Yeah. You're talking about the end of civilization. People are going to suffer. Meanwhile, but dude, you're going to rot out from the inside real soon. You're in your 50s and you're fucking chain smoking while you talk. Right. And you're, you're giving this doom and gloom lecture and he's got his dog comes over to him. And he's like, I just like to go on walks with my dog. I'm like, this motherfucker is like a character in a movie. He's like a character in a Jack London book. You know, he's like the man who knows about it. And all he does, he goes on walks. He's not blogging about it anymore. He's not writing. He's just preparing for the collapse. Like, so I saw that. And I'm like, this guy is all doom and gloom and has a vested interest. The other thing that I didn't like is how how much pride he took in being right about yes. past things that fucked up. Oh, we were so right. We He's so nailed it. Like, listen, douchebag, a lot of people saw the fucking housing bubble, asshole. A lot of people yeah, saw yeah. that there was going to be an economic collapse. You're not the only person that predicted the fucking stock market was going to crash because of an overinflated housing market, because of all the fucking the, the interest that's out there right now that people can't pay off and crazy fucking credit card debt and all sorts of bullshit that's going on in Wall Street and... 
what, a lot of people knew that was just, happening. Just imagine the shit they cut from that interview. You know, yeah. he was. There was probably one time where he started taking off his clothes and asking for massages from the camera guy and stuff. There was probably all like a ton of shit that he was saying. <laughs> you that think, was, Brian? <laughs> you think? Uh, you're just I, you're just getting I'm out the, of line. I, I'm just saying that guy was. I, I just could not believe a word that dude was saying. There's and something I, I, about it. There's something about it. And then, and, I, so I go on. I go. Okay, now I have to find out: is peak oil a real thing? Is there some debate of whether peak oil is a real thing? So I go online and I see this geologist has a um, peak a thing oil. On by the Ted. way, for what people don't. No, peak oil is the point of oil where it's the top, like the highest amount of oil we'll ever have in this in this country or in the world. So once we're at production the top, reaches a peak and then it declines. Right. So there will be less and less oil, and it'll get to a point eventually where we'll run out of oil until we can make oil. Yes. Well, what this guy was saying in the TED talk, and TED, if you don't know, I don't remember what the acronym TED stands for, but. The, the TED talks online are all these like super intelligent genius great dudes who talk man. fucking I, phenomenal. I get lost on there. And they talk, about talking about long. different different subjects. And one of them last night was a guy who was talking about oil and the fucking trillions and trillions of barrels of oil that we have discovered all over the world and that geologists know exactly where it is and that we just have to you know figure out ways to get it from all these different places. So I'm listening to this guy and he's like, we're not going to run out of oil. What we're going to do is eventually we're going to come up with something that can replace oil and the st- his his argument was kind of weird too he said the stone age did not end because we ran out of stones yeah and i thought that was kind of okay yeah i see what you're saying but that's fucking dumb of course with stones don't power anything stupid you know like you know you know what i'm saying like stones using to make things okay yeah i see your point but look there's a lot more complicated scenario going on with the our uh, we require oil for everything for fucking food we require oil for vitamins we require oil for medicine to a point but you also you're getting a lot of that from that 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 drama queen uh, no, no, guy. no 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 because i mean if, no, if you I'm, have I'm a seed in ground you that. don't need oil Oh, Brian, yeah, you do. What, what the fuck is going to power the tractors? What the fuck is going to get no, the no, seed no, no. to you? I'm, I'm in my backyard planting a seed Okay, in the you're going to go Are you gonna get order seed the somewhere? Are you going to get on a fucking donkey no, 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 and, no, no, no. and travel somewhere? You have to take into account shipping. You have to take into account travel. You have to take into account where does everything you buy come from and what is everything you're buying made out of. And the seeds you're going to buy most likely are going to be in some fucking packaging. Even if it's paper, it's going to have paint on the package. That paint's going to be made out of oil. All right, to a point. But what if you have That's a, a big point, dude. Well, no, no. We need also, oil for also a point is all right. Oil is gone today. All right, no okay. oil left. All right. I also could just ha- go to my mom and go, "Hey, mom, do you have a seed? Yeah, I have a whole box of seeds over there. Can I have them? Okay, let me take these seeds to my backyard and plant. And how tomatoes. the fuck are you gonna get to your mom's house in Ohio if you don't have any yeah, oil? I'm just saying, if she lived next to me. <laughs> well, what if she does to me? You start to death because you got no oil, you son. Get, you get what I said. You no, what I said. you're ridiculous. All right, then I jump on a bicycle. I jump on a bicycle and go to my mom's house. Go to Ohio, right? And what do you think makes the tires on that bicycle? Five months. What makes the tires on that bicycle? It doesn't matter. What if you don't have any tires? I already got my tires. What if they're blown out? In my story, there's no. More tires left and they're blown out. Then I'll use my feet and I'll walk well, there. Well, it's going to take two years, but I'll get some fucking You're going to starve to death because there's going to be no food. Because no one's going to travel to get that food to you I... with, with trucks. Look, dude, and you then need I'll just oil use ethanol. Well, that's the problem. It's his argument about ethanol is that it takes more energy to create yeah, ethanol than you get out of ethanol. It says one report out of 5,000 reports. Well, you didn't research that. Yes, I did. I went on last night to Wikipedia because I researched this fucking well, at, Wikipedia. Jerk. It's completely. I was up till five a.m. last night researching this dumbass from this stupid movie. My Wikipedia says Michael. You think Michael Rupert is a dumbass? Is Dude, that he's, official? He's on being the evicted by his in his own apartment. I know retards that are not getting evicted from their own apartment, and this guy I'm supposed to believe, and he's getting evicted. 
They said during the filming of this movie, he was getting evicted. Oh, really? You're getting evicted? Wow. Yeah. My sister can't even get evicted, and she makes like five bucks a day. You know. <laughs> Yeah, but he's not making any money. He's trying to war in the world. He's out there oh, saying the sky's away. falling. He, he, the sky's isn't falling. Isn't this second DVD he's making? Doesn't he have a website? Isn't he going uh, nationwide and having speeches at Holiday Inns? Oh. Holiday Inns? Where are you coming from? I mean, doesn't he have like big conferences that he does speaks, well, they, speeches He's doing at? them now because of the movie. The movie's getting a lot of attention. Yeah, but before that, he did that too. Yeah, but nobody was paying attention to him back then. I think Brian has an oil company in his I just, back pocket. I just don't yeah, like this guy. Brian just, does not like this guy. Sending him a check or something. I think for sure, for sure, well, Dude, for he sure we have out a to massive... our country, man. He what? He, what did you say? <laughs> I'm just kidding. What did you say, though? He ratted out our country. I'm ratted out our country. <laughs> he, he's the one that uh, ratted out the what CIA for doing in, in drugs and stuff. Yeah, yeah he, he was uh, an LAPD officer, oh, and he busted the CIA. Michael Rupert. And he busted the CIA delivering drugs to the, the poor neighborhoods, which is fucking absolutely true, which is another thing, like we were talking about, That's like exactly the Alex Jones good. thing, <laughs> w- like the Alex Jones thing, where there's a guy who's right about some shit, you know, and he's right about that, and he was right about the CIA delivering drugs into these bad neighborhoods and selling drugs. I mean, that was like a rumor back then, but that shit has been proven now. I mean, there's there's so many different cases where so many different, like Barry Seals in Mena, Arkansas, that's a, a good one. There's p- people who are pilots that have come clean about it. There's the CIA drug plane that crashed in Mexico last year with four tons of cocaine in it. I mean, it's... It's got, it's a lot of fucking money, man. It's a lot of money, and if they're willing to go places and kill people, you don't think they're willing to to sell drugs? That's ridiculous. The people that are in charge of the government, the people at the highest levels of government, have access to all sorts of shit that we don't. And the fact that there's billions and billions of dollars to be made in drugs, and that that drugs, those drugs are going to get sold anyway. You know, why why, why wouldn't they sell them? Yeah. So he's he's right about that. He's definitely right about that. But this peak oil thing, man, he's all doom and gloom and the end of the world and no one, no, there's nothing that's going to possibly replace it. Can you fucking say that? Can you say that? Yeah, the, well, that guy in that TED conference was talking about that we used to use wood, but then we got used phone technology or yeah, whatever. You read make, the, you saw the same one. Yeah, so yeah. that wood now, there used to be a way for us to have energy. Now that's gone, and now we move to this. And then, right. And then and now was... we learn from that, and then we move on to the next thing. So he was saying that, what, natural gas and some other type of stuff that... The, the problem is, man, we make so much shit with oil. It's fucking insane. Everything in this room is made with oil. Your goddamn computer's made with oil. Yeah, but isn't Microphone's everything made that's with made oil? with oil, isn't there a way to make it not with oil for the most part? I don't know. I think there, there has to be. There has to be, like, well, yes, making with oil is the best way, but you could also make it with, with corn. Well, maybe, but, I mean, think about all the oil that's coming out in the Gulf right now. 75,000 barrels a day. I don't know how many gallons is that. How many gallons is 75,000 barrels? Uh... It's fucking Bolo insane, math. insane amounts, whatever the fuck it is, 100,000, who, who the fuck knows? So 75 to 100,000 gallons a day or barrels a day is is leaking out into, into the Gulf. People are saying you can make plastic with hemp. Yeah, you can. I, I posted a thing today on my Twitter about a, a hemp car from 1941 with, uh, from Henry Ford. Uh, but I don't know if you can make all the, sh- the same shit that you can make with oil. My point is that the amount of oil that's coming out just in that one area in the Gulf is insane think about how long it would take you to grow that much hemp to make oil out of it i mean it's fucking incredible i mean you would have to have a farm the size of the moon you know you know what i mean i mean this shit is just pouring out into the ocean there's not that enough weed to do that in the whole world not yet 
Not yet. How are you going to grow it? You're going to have to have skyscrapers, like sizes of like 100 football fields, 100 stories high, and each, each floor is hydroponics. Each I know in, in Detroit they're they're thinking about doing that uh, urban uh, farming. You know, there's so many areas of Detroit that there's no homes anymore. Yeah, but that's just dirt. I'm talking about hydroponic buildings. Yeah, I'm talking about gigantic fucking buildings, and even that would not be enough weed. Okay. I mean, think about the oil that's coming out of the ground right now. That's that's an incredible amount of oil. When you go and you drive down the PCH, you see those offshore oil rigs. And you think about how many of them must be out there in the world, how many different rigs. When you take that uh, drive from uh, La Siena to the airport, mm-hmm. you know that drive? You yeah. see those oil rigs? You don't think about those until some shit happens. <laughs> and you go, how many of those are out there? Right. How many of them are in yeah. Texas? What is those little things? Those They're things oil, don't seem like man. they do anything. <laughs> they don't seem like they do anything, says the scientist. <laughs> I mean, there's like one little rackety one that looks like an old farmer put up there a long time ago. That statement is how Michael Rupert is going to discredit you for discrediting him. <laughs> This fool doesn't even know that those things pump out thousands of barrels of gallons of oil a day. So, Joe, I got an email from somebody from China that wanted us to talk about the Foxconn suicides. And if you knew anything about that. The Foxconn suicides. Yeah, there's a huge company in uh, China that makes uh, called Foxconn. And they make everything like keyboard mice. They make a lot like iPods, iPhones. They're the ones that put together all the computers and they're just super cheap help and foxconn i think it i want to say it's 500,000 employees work at it and they all live there and they just work non-stop i mean they're talking they wake up work and go to bed and i think they only get like eight hours sleep and they go right back to work and and anyways in the last uh year i want to say or with this year alone there's already been 11 suicides i think it was and 30 attempted suicides holy shit and i guess how many employees uh, of uh I don't know how many, but I, it's a lot of employees. I want to say 500,000. A lot of people trying sure. to kill themselves at work. I'm not sure. There's been people. You might want to have a pizza party or something, you know, on a Friday. You have that many people at your company Fuck. trying to kill themselves. Maybe maybe Friday's casual fun day. Yeah. Well, that's the thing shirt day. about when it comes to, like, cheap products and cheap electronics. I mean, there's, there's really only one way to get a fucking netbook for 700 bucks. Right. Okay? And that way is some dude has to eat rice out of a little bowl and sleep in a box. And he has to wake up to a whip and, and, and fucking do it all over again every day of the week. And he doesn't get any days off. I mean, that's the only way to make that shit. You, you can't make that shit with Union American guys from Detroit. You know, it's going to take too much time. It's going to cost too much money. One of the reasons why you can get a netbook for 600 bucks or however, I think they're like 500 bucks, right? Yeah, you can get them for 299 up. Really? Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, but you can get a little fucking computer for two hundred ninety nine. Yeah, but I mean, when you get on YouTube, you're like, oh, that's why it's two ninety nine. Yeah, but so what, dude? Think about what you could get just a few hundred, you know, you know, for a few hundred dollars a couple years ago. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty incredible piece of technology for three hundred bucks. I can't believe how much stuff you can't buy here. I was trying to find this company that makes scissors. You know, those orange handled junk drawer scissors that everybody has. Right. I was trying to find a U.S. based company. To make these scissors, right? So couldn't do it. I, I've probably, I've probably, I've given up look, googling it and trying to find scissors manufacturers and all, all this stuff. It's like just huge, and it's just a pair of scissors. <laughs> you just go to talking? Michaels. You got to go to Arts and Crafts. Uh, yeah, those are actually Arts and Crafts. Scissors. Your son. Just go to Michaels. Get on, get on Amazon.com. No, I know I can buy them. I want to find a place that will produce them for. Dude, oh, you just went. You just, yeah, yeah. You know I'm, what I mean? Like different, not just purchase them. You just went to the wrong store, dude. 
<laughs> oh, no, he We're went, talking about he, people fucking dying. Oh, no, he, he, I see what he's saying. He's saying he wants to find a manufacturer. No, of but the I'm orange. saying I can't even find that here. That everyone I found is overseas. Oh, listen. So, so that's why I didn't get. No one, no one scissors. has time here to be making scissors. <laughs> you know, we're fucking. How are we gonna cut the trees? We going to war and and plugging up that hole in the Gulf that's pumping out oil. We, we ain't got, got no time scissors, to make mate. little faggy scissors with the rounded tips. You little pussy. So it's crazy about this Foxconn thing. The more Dude, I that's looked, insane. The more I looked into it, right? So for one thing, they only get nine hundred Chinese yen per month, which is about one hundred and thirty dollars. What our uh, our thing? And this is working nonstop. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Death. They get one hundred and thirty dollars a month. A month. Yeah. And Holy shit! I didn't know about this. How did I not? How was I not aware of all this? And, stuff? I mean, and, and these guys, uh, these guys are employed. Uh, Apple employs them. Sony employs them. All the big guys. Actually, I don't want to say Sony does because I'm not 100 percent sure. And I but Apple Sony, does. But I know for sure that Apple does. Wow. Uh, and uh, guards beating employees. Like, there's all these like stories about this place where they have live video of like the the guards at this place beating up the employees on tape. Dude, China's a motherfucker, dude. Yeah. China is a motherfucker. There's a billion people there. And the bottom line about human beings is once you get into really large numbers of us, we lose our appreciation for each other. I mean, it's just that's that's how it is with rats. That's how it is with money. I mean, if you have a lot of money, you fucking you drop a dollar, you don't give a shit about it. But you have five dollars, you drop a dollar. That dollar is important to you, right? You know. And when when there's too many goddamn people, and you get to a point where there's a billion people, and there's not enough food, and you're li literally regulating how many children people can have because it's so overpopulated. You know, China has a billion people. There was a billion people in the entire fucking world up until like a hundred years ago. <laughs> you know, do you know how nutty that is? Just a couple hundred years ago, there was no more than a billion in the whole fucking world. Now they're all in China. And who knows what the real number is, man? We don't really know what the real number in America is. We don't. I mean, it's it's how difficult is it to take a census of a billion people? By the way, the, the census guy hid in his, his car and stalked my house. What? They, all right. A couple weeks ago, we were talking about the census. Remember this? Right. Where how I asked you, do I have to do this? And right. Anyways, uh, so I came home the other night, and there was this guy outside of my house looking sketchy as fuck. And then I just kind of like get in the house, get in the house, get in the house. Right. And then later that night, maybe four hours later, I see him sitting in my in his car outside of my house. I'm like, there's that same guy. And so I'm like, uh, okay, I'm just walking into my car, and suddenly he gets out of his car, looks at me, and then gets back in his car because I got in my car. Then I came back home. He was still there. I go in my house. He rings my doorbell. He was from the census. And did you ask him, hey, why the fuck were you sitting in front of my house all day? I didn't. I just uh, answered his questions, and he showed me his How census often are badge. you gone? What's a good time if I was there? Yeah, he asked me, my, showed me his census badge, and uh, he was asking all these crazy questions about people that lived here April 1st. Like, who lived here April 1st? I'm like, actually, no one. And then they're like, are you okay? And then, but he kind of made me feel like I I was like in you trouble, were in trouble, but I wasn't. How ridiculous is that? <laughs> is there, do they have a right to interview? Yeah, it's the you? law. It's the law. The law is they have a right to interview you and ask you all these questions yeah. at their convenience. I, I don't know, but he was outside of my you house have to for make a, long a fucking time. appointment. Shouldn't be able to ring your doorbell. So like, I'm, I got shit to do, dude. It's, you want to give me your email address? I'll call you. Pretty freaky. Oh, give me your email address and I'll call you. <laughs> I think they're like headhunters now. They ha I think in California the the response was so bad for the that they actually hired like headhunters, like private eye guys to get the. I know. What? I filled I yeah. filled mine out and then I got one a month later saying, "Sorry, you're part of the the section of census that we lost. Can you redo it?" So they lost like. I, I filled out one twice, or some guy trying to steal my identity and just 
thought he'd give anything it a- government, man. Anything with the government. The problem with it is you got a bunch of people for the most part that are working for the government that don't want to be there. You know, that's, what you, that's the fucking problem with any of those jobs. This is even worse because I, I uh, valeted the other day. I uh, went to the Saddle Ranch on Sunset, and I valeted, and I just got in the mail a, a parking ticket. When they val- took my car, they parked it in a red zone, got a ticket, took the ticket off the car. I got a ticket. I would never have known about it, and I owe like $130 now. Wow, you should go there. Well, I told the Saddle Ranch, and they're like, we don't own that valet. So then I called the valet guy, and they're like, we don't do that. And I'm like, ugh. So I filed out this whole thing with the state, like a, like a, hey, I didn't do this report. It's one happens. of the most annoying. Well, you're still responsible. One of the most Probably. annoying and irritating things about LA is that you got a valet everywhere. I don't like that shit at all. Have some dude just farting in your car and no, rifling through your drawers. Yeah. You ever had anything come up missing? All the time. All the time. All the time. Yeah, I don't. I if I can avoid valeting, I never keep shit in my car anymore. I don't have a goddamn thing in there. I have gum. Yeah. yeah. You want to steal my gum? Go steal my gum. They always take quarters. They always they? take quarters. Like, if I have a quarters, dimes, and nickels, I'll go back in, and the quarters are all gone. Do you ask them? No. I stopped even bothering. Wow, you just Where's take the it cam? in the Where's huh? the car cams? Don't they have where we can just set it, and we'll take it to some valets, and then we'll sue them for stealing our stuff? What do you, a, a fucking inside edition reporter? Yeah, yeah. We'll they do actually, our own little, and then Chris Matthew, whatever his name is, can pop up out of the back. Actually, can I ask they, you why you have those quarters in your hand? What? I was just going to help a kid... Actually, I did it. There's a really cool video if you Google NBC Los Angeles uh, valet car, something like that. Do something like that. They, there's a really cool report they did. They busted people. Oh, dude, it was like seven out of ten of them. They they took things. Yeah, yeah. It's it Why happens all the time. Be a show on like I'd watch that show. I watched some bait car show the other day where they have this car yeah. that they set up to let people steal, steal. and then once they steal it, they're driving. It's all cammed, and then the guy can shut down the car as they're driving and lock the guys in. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. yeah, so but do that with valets. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about just have a fucking parking lot? You know, most of the places yeah. where you go to, you don't have fucking valet parking everywhere. Yeah. It's just L.A. is like lacking in space, but everyone drives. It's not like New York where they're lacking in space, but you take a cab or the subway or whatever. You know, no one drives in New York. Very few people do. Right. You know, most of the people, they get around other ways. But in L.A., everybody fucking drives, but there's still the same space problem. You can't have, like, an expensive restaurant and a giant parking structure there. That's too much money, yeah. you know? I avoid places if I can't park my car. Yeah. I just don't go there. I don't, you know, it's very rare. It has to be, like, a meeting that I have to go to or I have to valet. And then I'm like, motherfucker. I'll park blocks away and walk just so someone doesn't have to sit in my fucking car, <laughs> touch my shit. I went in my car once, and there was Mexican music playing. I'm like, you motherfucker, <laughs> you found a Mexican station. You know, he went right to, I mean, I had it on satellite radio. He switched it to AM, went right to his Mexican station. That's How long great. is he driving for? You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, what the fuck? Exactly. Yeah. That's a, a terrible part about living in L.A. I remember there was a comedy club I used to work out where you'd have to valet, and every time I'd come back, I'd notice my gas was completely gone, and it was in Michigan. So what the guy would do, he'd go, well, he's just the MC. They would sit in my car throughout the whole show and keep warm the heat on and burn up all the gas. And then when the show was over, then they give me my car back. Wow. Did you say something to him? I said something to the owner or whatever. Then I remember the guy who owned the place gave me 10 bucks and goes, quit your whining. Gave me 10 bucks. Quit your whining. I was probably about 19 years old. Yeah. Quit your whining. I I kept your car running. I've been farting in your car. Sitting here doing whatever. Smoking cigarettes. (laughs) Ugh. Yeah, probably, you know, back yeah. then, I'm sure. And, and, it, and the other problem is, if you have a nice car, 
and you drop your shit off at a valet. Look, they, you know, the people that are working in valets, they don't have nice shit, you know, and you have this, I mean, they're, they're working, they're poor. They're either college kids that are trying to get by or they're immigrants that are probably here illegally, you know, and they don't have enough money to afford a BMW or whatever the fuck you have, Mercedes right. or something like that. So when they get in this car, they almost feel like, 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 who the fuck are you to have this? You know, there's a lot of people that have that attitude, a lot of poor people that have that attitude, that, that why the fuck do you deserve this attitude? Like, I, I remember when I was a kid, this guy keyed this car. And, uh, and, and, and I go, why the fuck did you key that car? It was like a nice car. And he goes, who gives a fuck? Guy's a rich asshole. And I'm like, the guy's a rich asshole because he has a nice car. Yeah. Like, um, what a, what a weird attitude. And that's an attitude a lot of people share. There's yeah. a big, that, that mentality of like, you know, screw the rich or the rich suck yeah. or blah, blah, blah. You're like, and then I always think, yeah, screw those guys for making goals, setting outcomes for themselves, getting educations. I had a guy insult me, call me a rich asshole once. Yeah, but I, I was driving a fucking. As, but I was driving a fucking suburban. It wasn't even like a rich car. It was just a white suburban. And uh, the guy cut me off, and uh, you know, and 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 somehow or another, you know, he he yelled something out the window, and I and I yelled something. Go fuck yourself. And he goes, "Fuck you, you fucking rich asshole." Like that was his. That was his that thing. was his, a part of his insult that I was rich. Yeah. Yeah. What about when somebody ran into your car recently, and they were like, "Come on, you have a lot of money." Oh yeah, yeah. I paid for that, dude. Yeah. That girl was broke. But the only reason why I did it was because she was an assistant to someone that I know who's a, uh, an executive. Yeah, but the fact that she even said that. Yeah, like, she goes, you're not even going to miss it. I'm like, that bitch is going to cost like 3000 bucks to fix. Yeah. But she didn't have insurance. It was a fucking disaster. And she was drunk. You know, I should have got her arrested. But yeah. you know, I'm like, you shouldn't be driving drunk, you fucking dumb slut. Yeah. By the way, you Joe, could say yeah. things like that to people, too, by the way. When they hit your car, you can call them dumb sluts. Kick-Ass was one of the best movies I've ever seen. Told you. God, I love that movie. Fucking phenomenal. That little girl. Uh, I just want to, like, I, lo I love how in the movie they actually even said something like it. Like, I, I like how you went from someone scratches up your car. Oh. Yeah, to, to, to random, driving uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> random movie reviews by Brian Redband. I was just thinking of her. I haven't had macaroni and cheese in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Out of nowhere. That's what kind of tight ship we run over here. We stay on subject. Yeah, if you try to like follow like a mind map of the subjects that we cover on this fucking thing, yeah. it's a stoner's paradise of rambles. But I, I had a guy like that, you know, say something about being rich or, or, or whatever. And it's, I think a lot of people forget, like, well, me for a comic, I, I was doing stand-up for, what, 15, 16 years before I made any real money? I mean, it's a dumb I, insult. I did, yeah. It's a dumb insult. You're successful at the game of money. That's all. That's a dumb insult. You fucking successful winner at the game of money. It's the dumbest insult of all time because that's all it is. And you might be successful at the game of money because somebody gave you a bunch of chips. You know, you might have been born rich or you might have made it yourself. But either way, what the fuck kind of insult is that? Right. And what the fuck is it with people when they don't have it and other people do? I remember Jimmy Kimmel was talking to this lady once. He was on Larry King Live and he was talking to this woman who had a um, some sort of a service where they would give you a map of the stars' houses. And they would, she would like had a oh it was a stalker website that's what it was and she would like they would put up updates like this guy is here and this guy's there and you go like find out Gawker where stalker is that what it is Gawker dot com don't give her any advertising fuck that cunt <laughs> anyway she um she was on and, and he said don't you think that this is kind of dangerous like you're giving stalkers the uh the 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 current whereabouts of all these people and she goes oh well they'll be able to cry them sleeps and piles of pi cry themselves asleep in piles of money. Like that was her response to it. Like she didn't feel responsible, even though she's putting these people in harm's danger because they have money. 
Mm. And like she thought it was like a valid thing to say. Like they'll be able to cry themselves to sleep in their piles of money. Like, wow, what a a weird way of looking at the world. You know, yeah, I'm going to put you in danger. And, uh, you know, you uh, can deal with it because, yeah, you can deal with it. You've got money. Whoa, really? And she felt, you know, she felt like that's a valid, valid explanation. You know, she felt like. You know, there's a lot of angry people when it comes to celebrities. Look at Lindsay Lohan and all the shit. If that happened to anybody else, they'd be in jail. You love Lindsay. You hung out with her. They show, you know, that whole thing. She didn't go to jail. She has to wear this little bracelet, you know, even though she's lying about a passport, even though she's lying about all this shit. So that's why know? they're mad. Mm-hmm. Well, she was supposed to go to all these drug and alcohol classes, and then uh, she missed her court date. Yeah, she I know said, the whole story. Who right. gives a fuck? Here's 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 what my take on the story. She's a little kid, little kid that got famous and rich, like little who, kid that who kidnapped two other up? people that ran from the cops, drunk driving, was caught with cocaine, was caught, you know, like she kidnapped 15, people. Yeah, two people. How'd she kidnap them? They were in the back seat and wouldn't stop the car, and she was outrunning from the cops. Whoa. They're the ones that are suing, and and it's like it's like like all this like that I forget crazy. Like seven charges, <laughs> but yeah, she's not seeing one you know going to jail at all. If and that would happen that's... to me, I'd be fucking in jail still. Okay, is that true or yes, is it because true. the prison systems in L.A. are super overcrowded? You know that right? You know that they're releasing violent prisoners secretly. Like it's like they're they're having like real problems. Look, California is me, completely. I'll give broke. you some some inside. You know that, right? in, yeah, I'll give you some inside info. This girl's not supposed to be doing any drugs or any alcohol right now uh, it's because she's on probation right i know you're gonna rat her out i am gonna rat her out don't rat her out i'm going to rat her rat her out right now say allegedly don't be a rat brian all right don't you're gonna get her locked in a cage all right never mind i i won't i won't say anything what do you know (laughs) do you know some shit yeah i know a lot of shit (laughs) she's a little kid dude if you were in that situation you'd be a hundred times worse okay I will not talk about her anymore. I'm sorry. There you go. <laughs> Good for you. Didn't she get famous when she was like fucking 16 or something like that? Well, younger than that, she used to be in that uh, Wacky Friday or Freaky Friday where she <laughs> played a twin, you know, of herself. So she Disney was a movie. little kid. She was a Disney girl. Wow. It's got to be crazy, man. Go from a Disney girl to a party slut. <laughs> yeah. Internationally known party slut. Jet setting. Ginger. Wearing a fucking alcohol bracelet. Mm. So how does she uh, piss clean? Uh, I don't know. Did you drink that shit they buy at the head shop? Probably. I mean, it? I pissed clean five times, you know, and I, I'm just like, was a poor Ohio guy. And like, how, did you, to... <laughs> how did you piss clean? Well, there was a couple ways. There's either the shit you drink that's like Gatorade that just dilutes your... Who tested you? What company? There was a uh, few of them. Is for different like, which, which oh, di- oh, different companies? Uh, one was Gateway. One was, uh, I forget. There's, how there's hilarious is it that they Ticket test Master, you for fucking pot? Yeah, uh, they test you for pot. Like you can't even smoke pot on the weekend if you work at Gateway. Like Jesus fucking Christ! Will you let me enjoy my weekend? Right. I get off Friday. I've been slinging shitty fucking computers for pennies all week, giving you most of my waking hours, and you won't let me have a fucking joint on Saturday. I can't watch a movie. I can't right. smoke a joint and go see Avatar. Yeah. Really. They, they, you fucking cunts. But what's great is this one place actually sold real urine that, that you Whoa. warm up and you put in between your crotch. So when you go to do the pee thing, it stays warm because it's in between your legs and yeah. it's actually not your urine. And they get your urine. They're like, congratulations, you passed the test and you're pregnant. Right. Uh, <laughs> boom, boom. You might want to go see. What, what kind of piss are you going to get, though? How do you know it's clean piss? Uh, I guess you don't. Kevin Randleman got busted with uh, non-human urine. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was either synthetic urine or it was urine from a dead person because there was no hormones in the urine. 
Like they they tested his urine and they're like, yeah, yeah. There's no steroids. There's no anything else either in here, fucker. <laughs> like it's apple juice. Yeah, where is this shit? Yeah. It was some synthetic fucking fake urine thing that he got. You know, <laughs> I don't know. This person's used the fake pee four times. They said <clears throat> fake pee. Yeah, yeah. You can get well. You know, I think I it depends on the sophistication of the test. But some places they test your fucking hair, dude. They yeah. get a little hair sample. Yeah, they doomed. have shampoo for that. Do they? Yep. You just put the shampoo on before your thing, and it, uh, I it guess kills cleans. all the THC in your hair. It, it does something. Well, I know Nick Diaz passes those tests like a motherfucker, and he smokes a lot of weed, and he passes. I mean, he's he got popped in. I think, I think he got popped in Vegas when he beat Gomi. Yeah, that's what it was. He turned turned up positive, and they said that he had so much weed in his system, it was like he got high and then fought. <laughs> he might have done that. He says he didn't, but you know. He fight. smokes so much weed, though. It's probably in his system all the time. He probably just forgot to take whatever he does to clean himself out. You know, I don't know what you got to do. You got to drink a lot of water. I know that, right? I have a buddy that is Did a you... medical. Uh, he does stuff with rats and cocaine. He doesn't get drug tested. Which what? is funny because yeah. you're around every day. He has rats, rats and cocaine. You know, there's a big problem with doctors and doctors getting addicted to drugs. There's a book called Dead Doctors Don't Lie, and it's all about how little information doctors know about nutrition and how little uh, information they're given in med school about nutrition and how many of them wind up getting addicted to prescription drugs and all the shit they can prescribe for themselves. You know, it's well, fucking a lot, man. You know, you, you think about how many doctors are out there and they're buddies with other doctors. Like, hey, man, you need a script hey, for this. Yeah, you know, hook exactly. me up and... I'll hook you up with some Xanax. And <laughs> you, know, you know, it's weird. It's one of the medications I got for my stomach acid uh, was supposed to be approved by an insurance company because it has to get specially approved because one of its uh, things that happens when you take it, it makes you test positive for THC. What? Yeah. <laughs> and I was it like, makes well, you test positive yeah. for THC? Yeah. Wow. Well, you should tell your the, the insurance company that you have to test positive for THC for your job. <laughs> I know. That's, uh, he works for me, and that's what I require. I require a positive piss test. If he's out there, you know, making creative shit and making videos and stuff, I don't, I don't want, want him. Not, yeah. not a little bit high. Brian, I like your sexy uh, businessman jacket. Thanks. Is this a new look with the, uh, I went the new woman? Is that what it is? I had breakfast with three women last night. Really? Or breakfast with three women I last night? This morning. Eating eggs and fucking. Yeah, I had six. How? I had six boobs spending the night last night. Really? Six you had three chicks over your house? Yeah. And where'd they sleep? Real talk. <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> Didn't I buy you and all your girlfriends breakfast this morning? Real talk. <laughs> Didn't you have two other bitches over my house sleeping? Real talk. Wow. So what's the difference if I find two other ones when I'm out by myself? Brian, what's it like going from zero to hero? <sighs> Very nice. Tell us. Tell us all about it. Mm, I don't know. Did you ever think from the days of living in Ohio... That you would be in the predicament that you're at now. Can we even say what predicament no, you're in now? No, but no. see, I'm in this. I was in the same predicaments in Ohio. Not this one, son. For, for Ohio, like the, like yeah, the ratio thing, of Ohio. For, this thing, we're not, we're not judging shit on a scale, son. Mm. You don't want to talk about it? No, no. Okay, we're gonna have to move on, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is a touchy subject for my man. <laughs> Just I'm kidding. dating Lindsay Lohan. No, he's not, ladies and gentlemen. If he was, he would definitely not rat her out. You'd have to be a, a serious cunt. To be dating Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> you mad at her? And then try to rat her out. <laughs> well, I'm very I mean? mad at her. Why would you be mad at Cause her? Because I think she cheated on me in cans. What? Some chick. In cans? Yeah. You think so? Mm-hmm. 
She got a new tattoo, supposedly, as well. Yeah, for a new girlfriend. That's what I'm mad about, talk. so I don't give a what she <laughs> Wow. You fucky-ass friends. Real talk. Oh, that's right. The fan expos this weekend, huh? What's the fan expo? Oh, the U- the UFC yeah. fan expo? Yeah. This weekend is a, a big UFC. Uh, Rampage versus Rashad. That's going to be fucking nuts. That's a that's a sick fight. Let's go to the message board to JoeRogan.net, <clears throat> to the forums, and see what I, I said you were the... Um, the winner of season one last comic standing uh, i fucked up but this okay. guy sumo he corrected me happened he, so long he's ago he's in the fact police that here's this guy this is the kind of questions i get weird motherfuckers is it ignorant to attempt to define the universe in absolutes rather than referring to it as a grand mystery or rather the effect the effort to try to define or understand the ununderstandable? that dude has smelly feet yeah, for sure, right? Ununderstandable. I'm not even gonna answer it just because that you try to sneak that through. <laughs> you, you can't. You can't have a legitimate question and have ununderstandable in that question. Real talk. Real talk. Real talk. You can't use an un in, in front of a word that's. That shit doesn't make any sense. Not with an un. But yeah, nobody can define the fucking universe. It's ridiculous. We, we're trying. We're struggling. It's impossible. Will this be the Doom podcast? Yeah, this is the um, the I Reject Your Doom podcast. That's what it is. It's not the Doom podcast. Watching that movie collapse, and uh, I got nervous after I watched it, and I thought about it for a while, and I was thinking about it, and I was like, this is a trick. Like, you can think this way, you know, and you can get all fucking flustered and freaked out about the world, or you can just enjoy the shit out of this. You know, this is some asshole that's sitting around his house saying that his, his favorite thing to do is walk walk his dog on the beach. Yeah. It's not the guy to listen to. <laughs> right, Brian? Lindsay shits her underwear so much. Every time I find him in the bathroom, she has stains all over her underwear. She's the first girl I've ever... You think that's from drugs? You're a 12-year-old. I wish she's talking about me. You really are a fucking 12. You're not banging Lindsay Lohan. Just shut your mouth. Meanwhile, this girl's hotter than Lindsay Lohan. How ridiculous is that? That sounds like a ridiculous statement, right? No, she's hotter. No, that's pretty easy. She's hotter. My ankle's hotter than Lindsay Lohan right now. Whoa, what are you talking about? You wouldn't bang her? Fucking Lindsay Lohan, she's a mess, dude. You wouldn't bang her? No. Really? No. I'd rather bang Efron her. Efron likes messes, right? Don't you? You like crazy bitches, don't you? You like messes? You like uh, them when they're all I mean, fucked up a little bit, right? <laughs> well, I mean, when you're younger, sure. But... You know who likes them really fucked up? Ari Shafir. Ari Shafir likes those suicide bitches. Oh, really? Yeah, he likes those gotta talk them tattoos down every on their five tits seconds and shit. And... No, suicide girls. Oh, I get you. You know, those girls with all those uh, crazy tattoos on their tits and shit like that. The porn star Lindsay, or uh, suicide girls. Porn star suicide girls, yeah. Those dirty bitches. Do they all hang out at a particular place? Those like bombshell McGee looking girls. By the way, that chick's on a fucking cover of a magazine. I was at uh, um, Barnes & Noble yesterday, and um, looking through the magazines and inked. The, the magazine, right on the fucking cover is that Michelle Bombshell McGee, that chick that fucked, uh, yeah. what's his name? Um, Jesse James. Oh, she's, and, she's so hot right now. Dude, and she's she, on the cover of a fucking magazine just for banging some guy who's famous. Yeah. That's and incredible. And she's going to be a, a correspondent on Extra. What? Yeah, they hired her. Yeah. Like, she does, like, hey, I'm reporting. I'm here from... with the slut news. Yeah. This is what's... Yeah. <laughs> they hired her. For real? Yeah. That's great. No, no. <laughs> is that really true? Yeah. Holy shit, man. Wow, that's yeah. incredible. It's, it that you. is that is really incredible. Wow. That's not a good thing to do, man. 
I think they did that before with somebody else. I don't think that's a good precedent to set. You know, uh, this is what I think is going to happen. This is my prediction that there's going to be a lot of women who like target like really high profile married guys. You know, like yeah. you know, like guys that they're going to get you some attention, and that's a big career move. You know, look at all these chicks that fuck Tiger Woods. If it wasn't so many of them, there's like Tiger Woods banks so many of them that it's like they're all you can't keep track of them. Right? They're all like, I was Tiger Woods' mistress. Okay, which, which one, one were you? Were you the yeah. porn star or the yeah. one that worked at the the Bagel Hut? You know what I mean? It's like, you know, you're like, uh, it's it's like there's so many of them. It's it's. I'm trying to think about what is another another example that's like that. You know, of that many? Yeah. It's like it deludes it. E- either way, it's like there's so many of them. If, if there was only one chick that stood out, like I know a couple names, like Rachel Uchitel and Jamie Grubbs. Those are the names that I know. Those are the only ones that I know. Those girls get through. But if there was only one of them, that bitch would be super fucking famous right now. Like that Rachel Uchitel is pretty famous because she's, first of all, she's very pretty, and she's the one who didn't talk. So there's all this speculation that she got paid off and Gloria Allred is her attorney and all that jazz. So... I think, you know, I think chicks are looking at this now like really fucking scandalous, you know, nasty bitches are looking at this as like a possible career path. I think a lot of them are, right? Well, you see, like, everyone who just got busted with that dude from um, uh, Transformers, the guy who's married to Fergie. No. Oh, Josh Duhamel. Yeah, he got a a lap dance from some chick, remember? Mm -hmm. Then she was on the news saying, he got a lap dance with me. It was touching my ass. It was like, hey, strippers, your job is is to dance for him and then not say anything. What the fuck? That's the job I thought she said she fucked him. Or he tried or or something, yeah. I thought she said she fucked him. I think she said she, you know, know, anybody can say anything, man. That's the thing. You know, a guy can say he fucked you. You know, unless you unless you have a videotape of all the time you're with him, it's like how the hell do you know? You know, it's impossible. You know, how do you feel about the only government intervention into the BP oil disaster? Is telling the people that we're collecting hair to put on into hose and to use it to sop up the oil that already come into the marshes that they cannot use it? Huh? Is that true? You know, I don't think there's a way to clean up that oil, man. They're, they got a real, real, real big problem. Right now, the surface of the oil spill is the size of the state of Maryland. You know how bananas that is? Oops, I said it. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Uh, That's a crazy thing, man, to have a, a, a giant oil slick the size of a state and getting larger. I mean, you could see that from a, a distant satellite now. You know, that's, that's terrifying that they don't know how to stop it. I mean, it literally might drain the entire 50 million barrels that's in that, that thing. That, that that reservoir of oil. That's what the the estimate is. Fifty Cat million litter. I, it's funny they were talking about straw the other day. Dude, the pressure of that oil coming out, you know, a mile underwater or however fucking deep it is. The pressure of that oil pumping out like that to, to be able to contain it, you have to have some intense fucking machinery. You have to have some really big time high pressure shit. And they never plan for this. They have no idea how they're going to stop it. They literally have no idea. And when you hear Obama talking about it on TV, it's hilarious because he's just talking shit. He's just saying, you Can know, you oh, blow we're going to clean it up. You blow it up. What's that going to do? Make more oil? So hey, more oil is going to come out, man. Cave in the, the hole. Stop the. Isn't it a? I think part of it is they don't want to. They don't want to. They don't want to do that because they don't want to destroy all the work. So they're trying to figure out how to save as much of the well. 
as they can while figuring out how to stop it. But in the meantime, they have this giant eco disaster and they're like, well, we're going to take care of that. But the problem with them taking care of that is these people can't fish there. They've shut down like 20% of the fishing in the Gulf, or at least as of a couple of days ago, it might be even worse now. But all these people, they're all fucked up from Katrina and that whole area got nailed by, you know, by those disasters. And it was just starting to get back on the road to recovery. And then this fucking thing hits them. Dude, this is going to be an eco-disaster that we have never seen before. Sometimes it's hard to put things in perspective while they're happening. You know, like this is happening right now, and it seems like, you know, it doesn't seem like a big deal because it's not affecting our ordinary everyday life. You know, we're going through life, and, you know, it doesn't seem like, you know what I'm saying? You know, you drive to the same store, you eat at the same restaurants. But there's a part of the world right now that is literally an apocalyptic disaster is going down. I mean, it is a huge huge fucking reservoir of oil is pumping into the water and it's almost impossible to get it out of there they're fucked (laughs) that's scary shit man it's just not we're not putting it into perspective because it's not happening to us we're not feeling it you know so it's like it feels almost abstract when we're talking about it you know you see it on the news and it seems tragic but it almost seems abstract because it's not affecting you but if that was affecting us if we were fishermen and we were living in fucking louisiana and this is good you would be suicidal right now you would be going crazy you have no other way to make a living you have kids to feed you have no fucking money in the bank and this shit is going down yeah and and things probably weren't that well off for you before it happened either you you know for the most part those guys are pretty yeah well all this bailout money all these billions and billions of dollars those fucking cocksuckers should be paying those fishermen right now they should be sending fat checks in the mail right now double what they were making before so that they don't have to feel bad you know right, because right. you're you're killing their fucking business billions of dollars to these fucks is not that much money and a billion dollars would go a long fucking way to taking care of all these fishermen i mean it's a it's a billion dollar industry but you know this this catastrophe is going to cost them so much fucking money they should take out the money for the fishermen and for the workers right now. For all the fucking people that rely on tourism, all the people, I mean, that's going to be big, dude. It's going to be gigantic. And then there's the cleanup, and then they're going to have to come up with new technology to even clean that shit up. You see Kevin Costner had a had a thing that they might use his? His but, what? His hair? No, when he, Kevin Costner, <laughs> and, and I'm getting a lot of this so wrong, but back when he did Waterworld, he He's got into Completely clean, overestimating how much hair he has. Yeah. He got into cleaning up the ocean or the oil. So when he spent $25 million in 15 years of research into this filtering system that now the government is like, well, wait a minute. You have that? We didn't know that they're going to use Kevin Costner's. What? Yeah. If you Google it, he, yeah. he created something back when he did Wild World to help the ocean. And now they're, they're it's supposed to like annoy the oil. Back yeah, it's supposed the to ground. do something to the oil. <laughs> so it's just show the movie. Show them really bad it's movies. so bad the oil commits Here. suicide. Hey, do you want to see Tin <laughs> Jumps into a bucket. <laughs> we, just, we, we play the sound um, track from Tin Cup. Yeah. How the fuck are they going to separate that water from the oil? I mean, they're all talking about how they're going to do it. Oh, we're going to do it. They're literally going to have to invent some new technology in order to, to just... I can't believe they didn't have a plan. Real talk. <laughs> you know? Yeah, better than just what I would have done at my apartment where you just get a rug and throw it over the spot that's on the, <laughs> the thing and go, well, it's done. I'm not going to pay to clean that cat piss up. Yeah. 
What the fuck? It, it dude? seems like they should just be able to drop like the Statue of Liberty on it or something and stop it. Like just this like is where we need Aquaman. This dude, is it's where like a mile underwater. Yeah, this yeah, is where a superhero is. We definitely have things needed. that go miles underwater, right? Like, yeah, like little tiny robots that we can barely control. <laughs> so subs, You're talking about hundreds of thousands of pounds of pressure. Not, right. You know, I mean, this 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 pump. You know, it was pumping out insane amounts of oil, and now it's just broken from an explosion, and it's pouring. Have you ever seen the live feed? Have you seen the live feed yet? Yeah. It's creepy as fuck, dude. CNN had a live feed for a while, but it crushed their servers because everybody was just sitting in front of it staring. And it's just the oil that's Slack jaw, just uh, pouring. Well, it was interesting because the guy that was the... Um, um, one of the experts that was on CNN was explaining that from that video, he showed that it wasn't the 5,000 gallons or barrels of oil a day they were estimating was coming out. He said it was literally like 75 to 100,000. Like, and he was being conservative by saying 75,000 barrels. He's like, it's an insane amount of oil. Like, this ain't a, this ain't 5,000 barrels. You know, it's like a fuckload. Hmm. It's fucking awesome when it works. Not so awesome when it gets in your ocean. You know the the fleshlight oil that comes with those fleshlights, or you can get with those fleshlights. It's very good. Mm. Fleshlight oil. Yeah, it's they have like a hot and a cold and just normal, and uh, it's good for even when you're not using the fleshlight. For using for sex, Brian's good for about an hour, and then he fucking completely falls apart. Well, it's better than silence. You're stream, you're surfing the net, so I'm just I'm getting talking. some questions here, son. <laughs> All right, the doom and gloom. This is what keeping people. This is a problem, and it's just like what we were talking about with um, with uh, negative people online. People gravitate towards negative stories, and you know, I mean, we're we're guilty of it. Talking about this oil spill, that's more of a catastrophe than anything. But this 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 collapse thing, because this has been a subject on my message board for the past couple of days, because the Michael Rupert documentary, and because uh, somebody put a. Um, uh, a speech that he was giving in, in Vermont, and that was also on the message board, and that's been a subject that people have been talking about. But that's something that people completely fixate on, and I'm totally guilty of it. I fixated on it for hours yesterday, and it didn't help me at all. And I, I'm trying to figure out why the fuck people do that. Why do we get so obsessed with like the unavoidable catastrophes and the unavoidable like that like death i mean you can sit around all day and freak the fuck out about the fact that eventually your body's going to give up and quit mm -hmm. and you're going to move on to the next stage of existence why is it though that that can stop you from actually enjoying your time that you have like what what the fuck it's is that your, about people it's, yeah it's it's whatever you're focused on if you, your brain is is like um google and you type in world destruction you're going to find all the links and videos and everything that has to do with world construction. And that's, your brain can only handle you know, so many questions or so many things that you're looking for. This is one of the dudes on the message board, Rivalries, talking about the Gulf oil spill. And he's saying that the oil coming out is under so much pressure that they can't cap it. It's eroded the piping 300 feet below the seafloor and allowed oil to escape out of the seabed at different spots. Plus, they think there might be a volcano under there. What the fuck? <laughs> a volcano on Jesus top of it. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> and the volcano has AIDS. Oh, my God. Congress is going to approve a 400% increase in the gasoline tax. <sighs> There's more doom. I want to shut that off. I don't want to read it. It's just <laughs> Did you watch Lost? Doom. No. 
No, I'm so far behind on Lost, man. Are you going to catch up ever? I'm going to eventually catch up, but I'm I'm way, 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 way behind on so Lost. So did you read anything about what happened? No, I don't want to hear shit, son. Mm. Yeah. Was it good? I heard it sucked. You know, at first I was more, I mean, it was okay, but first I was kind of like upset about it. Now I'm kind of like, you know what? That's probably about as good as it was going to get anyway. A lot of people were bummed out about the Sopranos ending, and I don't have a problem with that. I didn't think it was the best ending in the world, but I didn't I didn't feel like well, they fucked up. I yeah. felt like it was just like, how do you end such a spectacular show? Like you gotta, I think it was cool how they did it. It just ends abruptly, and that's, yeah. and that, that's what happens when... <laughs> well, who knows? I mean, yeah, who knows? Who yeah. knows what it is? I mean, it's open to interpretation. Did he die? You know, well, yeah. Or... That's the best show I think I've ever watched from beginning to end. Sopranos, Sopranos is number one to me, yeah. and you see it morph and change because the very first episode was almost like a comedy. You remember his wife came out with a machine gun and she saw somebody was climbing into the window. And it was like, you remember that? I don't remember the first. Episode. Yeah, it was almost like a comedy. It's like they were they were playing it like not real. You know, they were playing it like like silly. But then as the season went on and it got more and more serious and then as episodes seasons went on, then it you know, it became this intense fucking incredible drama. But man, has there ever been a fucking show that makes you so excited to see it like that? I've never been so addicted to a show as a surprise. Lost Lost was like that. that really? Me, yeah. I mean there's a couple episodes I didn't like, but the whole getting to the end part, I loved every second of it. I mean, I rewatched the whole entire show from beginning to end in That's the last three weeks. That's because you had a new girlfriend. You know what? But I loved it. it I, I, I watched every episode just like it was the first time. And I was like, oh my God, because there's all these new things now that you know certain things and you rewatch the episodes. You're like, wow, that's crazy. It is a very well-made show. Very well-made. Even though I gave up on it this season, I just got bored with it. I got bored with it because I felt like there's so many times where there were like guns pointed at them and Jack was like all non Chalant. <laughs> Jack was fucking phoning it in, man. After a while, Jack seems like he just gave up. Well, there's a whole thing with Jack, man. Once, especially once you see the last episode, you're going to think different about Jack to begin with. Oh. <laughs> How dare you. In the be From the beginning, he was a different guy. And then they turned him into a junkie. And then after they turned him into a junkie, he seemed to be phoning it in. I can't tell you this, because this, this doesn't ruin anything. But I was kind of upset that there were certain characters and things that they never did get to and i don't know if it was because of the actual actors or what like mr echo remember that guy yeah whatever, whatever happened to him you know and then yeah. walt, well he didn't want to come back that's what happened right to him. walt had superpowers you know and they were like oh walt's so special well then i read that walt was taken off the show because he grew like three times the height in like yeah. one season and they couldn't do that so they had to take him off the show so did they just take him off the show and forget the whole plot of him having special powers or was there something i'm not thinking of yeah, what they just dropped it. They're like, yeah. this fucking is a problem. Man. <laughs> just, let's just never bring it up ever. Yeah, like this is ridiculous. Be fine. After a while, they just say, you know. I mean, the show is no so one's gonna remember. I so thought the show is so good. You know, the whole journey was good enough that I, I'm not gonna hate the ending because the whole show is good. You know, it's one of the best shows ever. Yeah. It's definitely one of the best shows ever, and most complicated show ever on mm -hmm. TV. Most difficult to follow. I just got bored with it after the last season. It's like seemed like they were just making shit up. Oh, now we're going back in time again. Boom. Oh, I'm going to blow off a nuke and we're going to go back in time. Like, come on, really? It's that easy to just go back in time? Like, come on. This is yeah. just it's fucking foolishness. There's you definitely know? things I didn't like about it. And the I'm beginning still... was so mysterious and so elaborate and so it felt like so cheap to me that that was how you're going to do it. You're going to she's going to bang on a nuclear bomb and it's going to blow up and everyone's going to go back in time. And she falls hundreds of feet down into a well and she survives and has enough strength to bang on this fucking nuclear weapon and blow it up. Really? <laughs> really? It's like it's such a goddamn good show and you got to that. Yeah. Battlestar Galactica was awesome up until the last season. 
I want to see The Wire. I got bored. Yeah, The Wire is another one that everybody recommends. Or Mad Men. Dexter was awesome. First few Mad seasons. I got bored with Dexter. I got bored with Dexter when John Lithgow was the the bad guy. I was like, and he got this chick in a shitty rear naked choke, and and choked her. And I was like, oh, Jack Bauer choked out somebody last night. Remotely real. Oh yeah. Did he? Twenty-four. Oh, the last episode no. was last night, right? Yeah. Was it good? I haven't watched Twenty Four since the first season, but I was caught up after two hours and saw how it ended and went, okay, I'm sure, you know. Was but it good? I liked it, you know, for an ending. But he choked out his friend. <sighs> those Chloe, fucking shows, man. The problem with those shows he is that there's Chloe? not enough people. Choked out Chloe. Wow. Duncan's old girl. Yeah. Really? That's weird. That's Duncan's old girlfriend. Mary Lynn. Duncan Rice Trussell. Cup. Oh, really? Yeah, he yeah. used to live with her. Engaged her. When du- she kicked him out, and Duncan had to live with me for months. Dude, it was so uncomfortable going over. Right? Like from when I first moved out she here. She still does stand up. Yeah, when I first moved out here, and this agent was trying to get me into the alternative scene, Ooh. it was all those guys. I didn't go that route. But, the alternative scene. But he was like, "You, you should hang out with uh, Janine Garofalo." It was. I was just talking with a friend of mine about that. The alternative scene is uh, mostly. In, in a lot of people's eyes, like people who are trying to do smart comedy and people who are like, you know, trying to do something that's off the beaten path and they're like more nerds, right? That's how people like look at them. You right. know, people are proud to be nerds. They do alternative comedy. Meanwhile, I can't think of more people who do that, the pretend they don't know you thing than alternative comics. Yeah. More people oh, who yeah. are into social climbing uh, than alternative comics. They're yeah. more Hollywood. They're really gross. <laughs> They're more Hollywood than than the regular comics. Yeah. It's hilarious. It's like, what's the alternative? The alternative is you're going to be ultra Hollywood. Yeah. I have seen so many comics that are alternative comics do that pretend I don't know you. Um, did we meet? You know, who, I'm I'm sorry. What's your name? Like that fake shit yeah. that they like. Like it's a cool thing to not know your name or something like that. I've seen that happen with so many people. It's a whole from, funny different vibe, or you see a lot of those guys very judgmental. Stage with the, they have their notebooks and all their jokes are written down, and then they get up and they're like, "Yeah, the stuff you do, it's just not real. It's like you you're totally scripted out every word you said." You know? Well, even if they don't, I, mean, I don't give a fuck if you're scripted out or if you're loose and rambling. I don't care. It's like well, just do whatever is in you. You know, whatever. Everybody has a different style, and some people tell joke jokes, and some people, you know, they're like storytellers, and some people they're just shit talkers. You know, everyone's got their own style of doing comedy. It's just the idea of you know yours being better or you being judgmental because you know, or it's uh, yeah. with with some alternative guys they don't like people who put too much energy in. People who are too loud. People yeah, move you around know? a lot and, or whatever. Yeah, it's like you don't. I like that. I like being entertained. I like like a guy who has a lot of energy. You yeah. know, like a, like a Cat Williams type dude. I I I enjoy watching his comedy. It's fun to me. So like you know these guys that like that shit on people for trying too hard. It's like, wow. It's like you, you want to create this weird environment where everyone's like super calm and like goes to whole foods, you know, it's like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's some weird vibe that you're trying to create with alternative comedy. Yeah. So what's going on with this UFC this weekend? What do you think? You excited? <sighs> it's fascinating. It's a good one. It's a lot of shit talking going on. Rampage Jackson and Rashad Evans have been shit talking each other for fucking months, man. That's what's what's crazy about it. They've been talking shit to each other for like almost a year, if not more. I mean, it happened when Rampage fought Keith Jardine, and that was a long fucking time ago. And Rashad got in the octagon after Rampage won, was talking all kinds of crazy shit, and then of course they're on the Ultimate Fighter together for the whole season, and. They didn't fight after that, and it's a lot of fucking shit. A lot of shit happened. 
they're supposed to fight, and Rampage had to get jaw surgery, and then they're supposed to fight after the Ultimate Fighter, but Rampage got a, a, a an awesome movie role. Dude, his movie's about to come out, too, and it's yeah. going to tank, so it's going to be interesting. Why do you think it's going to tank? It's the fucking A-team. It's just going to be like G.I. Joe. They're I gonna bet kill. you you are fucking wrong. They're going to kill. How much f- you want to bet? How much do I... 20 bucks. Let's 20. bet 20 bucks. I want you to feel it, How do I know it's son? a tank? All right, so it has to be number one for how many weeks no, in a row? it doesn't have to be number one to not tank. It just has to not tank. Let's define not tanking. Well, yeah, I, I, I need, didn't, I need to, to be know. number one. I need That's to know ridiculous. what tanking means because tanking to me is like... You right. fucking pussy. It's 20 bucks we're talking about here, man. Step yeah, but, up. But, but, be but, a man. But, but what do you mean by tanking? Because by tanking, what I mean, it's like it's going to get in a second place the first week it's out, first place maybe, but then after that, it's just going to That's be, not tanking. Tanking yeah. is it doesn't make the money that it was bucks. It would cost to make it. That's oh. what tanking is. Okay. I don't know about how much money it's going to make. I just think that this is such a huge franchise and they're going to fail it. I think it's going to Rotten Tomatoes score is going to be 34%. There's some movies where I look at the movie and I go, who the fuck is looking forward to this? Like every time there's a Jennifer Lopez movie. Yeah. Some Jennifer Lopez romance film. I'm like, fucking really? Who is running out going to see that? Who's all excited? There was a point in time where, like, Jennifer Lopez was banging out a lot of movies, and they were, like, big movies. You know, like, what was the movie with um, the, uh, the the one with Prisoners, the George Clooney movie? Fucking good movie, man. Do you know what I'm talking about? Was it a Coen Brothers movie? Where are thou? Brian? Um, I'm trying to think of it. No, she, no, she wasn't in that one. I don't um, even know what that movie is. There was some movie where he, she played a cop, and he was a bad guy. Oh, The Cell. That's another cool movie that she was in with that fucking crazy dude from the Special Victims Unit, CSI, or whatever the hell it is, Law and Order. Yeah, I don't Vincent just... D'Onofrio. Did you ever see The Cell, no. Brian? No. Fascinating. Fucking awesome. Did you, you did you get the UFC video game yet? No. No, I haven't gotten it I want yet. a copy. <clears throat> it's pretty badass, though, I'm sure. I can get a copy. It comes out today. Oh, does it? Cool. Today's the day, or yesterday's the day. One of those. But uh, it's supposed to be pretty awesome. People are enjoying the shit out of it. Don't, yeah, don't. it's supposed to get better reviews than uh, the, the first one I heard. Don't open that Robin Tomatoes. I what? saw that Sex in the City thing. That was another one. <laughs> That's another one that makes me go, what is going on with the world? The people are loving that movie, man. Uh-oh. Chicks are so fired up to go see Sex in the City. A-team is going to suck. How do you know it's going to suck? Because, man, they, talking they, a lot can't, of shit, they can't do anything right, man. Look what they did to G.I. Joe. Who's that? Fucking Hollywood, man. So it's one person? It really is. When Hollywood it comes made to, Avatar, when it comes motherfucker. To, when it comes to retaking old, like, childhood dreams How about shit? Iron Man? Iron Man's fucking awesome. Your, your argument doesn't hold up. Your argument sucks. No, no. I'm not saying everything. everything. Ah, you were no, saying No, no, no. But no. Like, Marvel lately has been doing okay. They did good on Spider-Man. They did okay on X-Men. They did okay on Iron Man. But before that, they had Captain America. They had all these horrible failed attempts. But then what I'm talking about is, like, the shit where they're taking, like, G.I. Joe. They're taking Transformers. And they're just fucking taking our childhood memory and shitting on it. Like, every single movie they've been trying to do just fucking How do you think sucks. the new, the new Karate Kid's going to do? It's so sad. That Karate Kid's a good example that's going to do okay but still it's not going to be as good as the original i saw a lot of people complaining. ralph macchio's complaining is he well i said yeah. i saw the people complaining that he goes to china and is learning kung fu yeah and it's called karate which is a not japanese karate. yeah um, uh, art. chinese people must be fucking pissed <laughs> but it's called karate kid that was a big they gave fucking lips to optimus prime why does a robot need lips you are such a nerd. <laughs> you are such a nerd. I can't believe you're a grown man. 
Uh, you really care about that? Yeah. Speaking of, I care uh, about nerds, notice that. No, speaking no. of nerds, did you see the dude who uh, was graduating from Columbia? And uh, in his uh, in his speech, he uh, he hacked a Patton Oswalt joke, and the video got out onto the internet. He oh, stole one I... of Patton Oswalt's joke in, oh, his, yeah. in his speech. Yeah, and I uh, thought he was a comic. No, 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 no. That's another one. Oh. This is a new story. This one came out today. Oh. Patton Oswalt's joke about Star Trek, like uh, a physics professor put a Star Trek uh, theme to a question. It was basically um, uh, a speed and velocity equation, you know, and the the joke was that he used Chekhov fires the phasers and someone came up to him and said Sulu fires the phasers Chekhov doesn't fire the phasers so I have been informed that Sulu you know so the question didn't make sense and if you go and it's just but anyway this guy used the exact joke I just fucked up that joke royally but this guy used the exact joke in his uh, commencement speech and it got on on YouTube and everyone went crazy it's on the Gawker it's on <laughs> Defamer, all these different websites, and Patton Oswalt wrote about it on his blog. It's on the front page of his blog. He went after the dude. Wait, so a guy just did it during his commitments? That's mm -hmm. it. He wasn't yeah. getting paid for it. It was just no. him giving us. And he's, he's just who doing. Who cares? It. He hacked it. Who cares? He's well, not getting paid for that. He's just doing a speech. Well, Patton cared. Well, that's retarded. Is it retarded? I think that's fucking retarded. What do you think he should have done? Patton? Yeah. He should have been honored. Like, oh, that's that's cool. I don't think he should have cared. The guy was just doing a speech at his school. He wasn't getting paid. He wasn't. These people didn't come out to see him. Get you know they didn't pay money. He, this is not his career. He was giving a speech when he graduated. Right, but if that guy is plagiarizing in his graduation speech, what the fuck did he do throughout his college career? If he is so brazen that he's willing <laughs> to plagiarize a famous comedian on video, and he knows that shit is going to get on the internet. Yeah, but he's also thinking somehow or another, just my college speech. I don't give a shit. Dude, everybody cares. It's all over the internet. It's a big deal. You know what I love about it, though? That everyone's calling it he men see it. it. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's I, I've read that on three different places. What I like is I heard an interview recently of Mencia, and he said the first time he ever got on stage, he was so nervous that he went to the store and bought a joke book and took jokes from it and ripped out the pages the first time he went on stage. Oh, you're talking about the Mark Maron podcast? <laughs> yeah. I just Mark thought that Maron was great. I was like, wait. very disappointing. I was, I was just like, that's great. Your first time on stage, you just admitted that you stole from a joke book. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he told jokes. Care. Who cares about that? Shit? When you buy the joke book, don't don't you own those jokes? That's right. <laughs> You're not stealing unless he stole the joke book and then talked about it. So, yeah, I I think we've said more than enough about that fucking dude. <laughs> it's amazing that people still go to see that guy though. You either have to be completely retarded or not have an internet connection. I mean, those are the only possibilities why you'd want to go see that guy. Comedy's a funny thing, man. It's like you know, it's like all art forms kind of reflect where your head's at, you know, the kind, the kind of shit that you're into. Like, I was getting tattooed the other day, and while I was getting tattooed, the fucking guy in the, the next booth was listening to this, one, one of those metal songs, like, that, that annoying fucking screaming angry metal that sounds exactly the that same. Shit. That just reflects where your fucking head is at. No one who's, like, at peace and is, like, in a good place in their life listens to that shit. You know, and no one who's got their shit together would think that Carlos Mencia is funny. You know, you have you have to be a mess. You have to be. There has to be something wrong with the way your mind works. It has to work really poorly. It has to be really low watt. But there's a lot of really low watt people out there, man. 
like yeah, it's fun. That's what's interesting when you you know when you see like certain things that certain people are into, certain books that people are into and shit. And you're like, God damn, really? Certain TV shows, oh that fucking TV show's awesome. And you're like, really? I'm like, okay, I guess it is for you. You know, that's a hard thing to accept. That I guess it is for you. You know, especially as a comic, don't you find yourself like angry? Like, no, it fucking sucks. Like, you almost want to want to argue the opinion. You know, but it doesn't suck for them. You're like fucking Twilight. A billion screaming horny chicks can't be wrong. You know, you could think it sucks all day, but they love that stupid fucking movie. Look at Cars 2. One of the worst Pixar movies ever was Cars, in my opinion. And they're doing a sequel to it just because they know how many people like NASCAR, how many mid-American people, how much merchandise they can sell based on that movie. You Do you know, know NASCAR is the number one spectator sport in the country? Yep. How crazy is that? <laughs> They're watching cars go around in a circle. Wait, yeah, so you can sit there all day and go, that's the dumbest sport ever, or whatever it is, and then, or go, wow. Or there's a lot of people that are into it. I'm just not. How often do you go uh, on the road, and you're in the south, and they bring up NASCAR? Like when you do morning radio? You ever yeah. had that happen? Yeah, yeah. Fucking nuts. They start talking about drivers and well, the this guy, guy does this M&M better. And... Jackets. Yeah, oh yeah. They go, oh, I got my fucking Daryl Waltrip yeah. jacket. And like, who the hell is that guy? Meanwhile, they all know who he is. That guy's a superstar down there. Yep. It's like there's a whole different world in the South that people are not aware of. Like music-wise, like country music, there's fucking smash hit country music songs that you will never hear. You will go through your entire life and you will never hear them. Meanwhile, they are loved by 50, 60 million people in this country. They're not in, it's not in India. It's not fucking foreign music from Bangladesh or Brazil or something like that. No. This shit is going on in Alabama and Kentucky and Mississippi and they fucking love that music. Brian, you remember that time we went to that place in North Carolina? And went to that bar next door. We were in Raleigh, North Carolina. We were at that um, Charlie Goodnights. And right next door, there's a bar. And the bar was playing country oh, yeah, music. The, and oh. they were all singing along. The, the bull whole, rider. Yeah. There's a, they had a, a, you know, it's a, a funny mechanical about, bull. Yeah, about that club. That bar has an identity problem because I went in there and it would play country music. And then it would go from country music to rap to Jay-Z. Yeah. And then yeah. E- the equal amount of people yeah. would like start dancing. You're like. You know what that's for? Well, you're into two really different things that's for the girls that like to fuck black guys you gotta mix it up yeah i, I mean it was weird you're there <laughs> you, and you get a lot of that in the south and then you hear a lot of like you know like well, wow yeah well you got to bring the black guys in because a lot of girls like to fuck black guys and the black guys are just not going to tolerate that country music all day right so, so if you want to you want to bring in those little chubby white girls you got to bring in some rap music for them to attract some black guys to make the mix more interesting. I remember I was at at that particular place when I was there, and I went to shake the door guy's hand, and we kind of did the Roman shake by just how our hands, you know, where you grab the thing. <laughs> and him, he had, I'll never forget, this huge, I don't know if it was a cast or a plastic thing that went from his wrist probably down to here, and he had him on both sides for fighting. So you couldn't tell. He what? had a right. shirt on. but that's Who was the guy? The door guy. So this was all like cash shielded. So, so if he yeah, if, if he got in a fight with somebody, he really? had an extra yeah. Because I go, did you break arm? Because no, I got him on both sides. It's for if shit goes down. Wow. And it was those things like the gladiators wear from here to here, you know, like a cod piece. How weird is that? Forearm protection. Yeah, yeah. To forearm's not a very sensitive area. It's a weird thing you want to protect. To, to Maybe block. he's a Wing Chun man. Yeah, to, to, I think that's right. That's why you have be. that. You you think that you you were blocking? I guess. That's his shit. That's not going to help uh, when somebody the, fucking shoots you, that's, son. That's some Roadhouse stuff. Yeah, well, that place was like Roadhouse, man. <laughs> was, we went right yeah. next door. That place, they, they had a... Uh, remember that one girl that was super awesome at riding that mechanical bull? 
Like, how many cowboy dicks has that chick sucked? Yeah. A thousand. Have you she ever tried that? Really good. Yeah, yeah, I've done it before. It's hard. Oh, that's right. I have video of you doing it on TLC. On MTV? Yeah. TLC? No. TRL. TRL. Yeah. Never done it. Yeah, it's uh, it's not easy. It's hard. It's hard to hang on to that thing. So it's stupid. It's a fucking dumb way to get hurt. Riding a bull is a dumb way to get hurt, but riding a bull that's a fake bull, that's even fucking stupider. <laughs> you know? It's like, because they could easily make a fake bull that could fucking throw you off and kill you. So it's like, you know, they just make a fake bull just strong enough just that you could kind of hang on yeah. for a little. <laughs> yeah. That was the scariest thing that we ever did on Fear Factor, was we had people ride bulls there was the one time where i was like what the fuck are we doing there was the one time where i literally did not want to do the stunt and all we did was like we just rolled the dice we we said okay let's 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 hope we don't crap out here let's hope we don't fuck up and somebody doesn't want up getting paralyzed we took these people that had never ridden bulls in their life and we threw them on these giant fucking murderous rampaging beasts and we just threw them on there and the guy was like don't worry these are training bulls and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's a bull. That bull doesn't know he's a training bull. He has no idea he's a training bull. Like the, 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 That thinking, like, oh, these are the bulls they train the rodeo guys on. They're not as aggressive. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, they're looking at the cage. This thing's in the cage, and it's fucking bouncing back yeah. and forth and slamming into the bars. We took this girl on. She weighed 90 pounds. Like, no bullshit. She was tiny. The most she weighed, like, 98 Okay, she's like five feet tall. She's a tiny little girl. She gets on this bull and that thing fucks and she goes flying. I mean, instantly goes flying. And as she's flying, the bull kicks at her and the bull's hoof just misses her face. Like just misses her face. It would have caved her fucking monkey head in. Like no question about it. This poor little girl. She fell and landed on her back. She got knocked out. And, you know, she came, you know, she was she was conscious, but she was, like, out of breath, and she couldn't, you know, the breath got knocked out of her, and she was all like, oh, oh, I'm okay, I'm okay. And they, they had to, like, take care of her, and the, 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 the you know, paramedics had to check her out, make sure she was fine. And she's just lucky that she was fine. Just plain fucking lucky. Those, I got to see those bulls. My wife was on a show years ago that nobody saw called America's Toughest Job. I saw it. And what they did is every week they did something else. So she was on the Deadliest Catch Boat and had to do that stuff. And then she was uh, um, an oil rigger and had to go do that stuff, then the log stuff. And she had a thing where one of the episodes she was a bullfighter. So she was the clown that got in in an actual rodeo was the thing. And so when the bull bucked the guy, she would have to run up. And it was these weren't fake bulls. It wasn't like for a thing. Oh. She had to run up and, and literally smack the bull to get the bull to chase her because she was getting on the show, was getting graded on how well she made the cowboy safe. And she blew out her knee because she had to oh, twist and turn, and God. it was like a lot of dirt. It was pretty scary. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Just those, to be on TV. Yeah, and she did it. You know, she, did she make money off that show? No, but she did some cool stuff. She got to drive the Grave Digger. Did some over cool cars. stuff. She <laughs> blew her fucking knee <laughs> yeah, out for free. Cool. <laughs> the, 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 yeah. So I mean, she, you know, but, but, wow. You know, she didn't make. You know. I like that show. It was pretty good. It's one of those shows. She had know. to do that fishing thing though. That just looks sh- shitty. Uh, yeah, all those. Yeah, she the did deadliest that. catch. She yeah. got a yeah. truck Freezing driving license off. and drove the ice road. That looks scary she, as fuck. Had re- she had a really. Good and that all that she didn't make any money. No, no man, it's got to be on TV. Jay. <sighs> paid a reality show money every month. I think she. I think she got a stipend every week, five hundred bucks cash. That, that was is it. Nuts! It is nuts that to it. do that to you. 
they can use you like that on television over a course of like this ain't like Fear Factor where you're only on it for a couple of days. No, she, she was, was on it for, for how long? Like she was gone for two months. Jesus, or she did like nine episodes, so one episode a week probably. Dude, what if she got killed by a bull? Oh, you should see all the stuff that he's... yeah. In, what if like... what if she got killed? How would you have felt? Yeah, right. How, no, yeah, and, yeah. You can't even <laughs> sue. You can't even do anything about it. Dude, bulls scare the fuck out of me. When I see that running with the bulls in Spain, you know, there was a show once where they uh, they wanted me to go running with the bulls. I forget what it was, but uh, they that was like one of the things they wanted me to do on the show. And I was like, what are you talking about? And they're like, people run with the bulls all the time. You just got to make sure you get ahead. I'm like, those are piss <laughs> and beer soaked fucking streets. People are tripping. Have you ever watched videos? Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. I was like, you want me to go run with the bulls? Like, what's well, an ancient tradition? It's one of the dumbest ancient traditions ever. The fact that people still do that today is one of the most, one of the weirdest fucking statements about human beings. You take a bunch of rampaging, monstrous beast animals. Have you ever seen the videos, too, of dudes getting jacked? They just get thrown through the air like they're nothing. Like, these things are so fucking strong, and they stop them and gore them. I mean, people get fucked up. They get really, really fucked up by these things, man. The fact that people are still doing that, man. <laughs> Did you see the video of the, the uh, matador last week? They got the um, the horn through his face, oh. through his mouth, and uh, through his uh, the bottom of his chin and out through his mouth. This fucking horn is poking out of his mouth. That's the image. So I saw that, and I said, well, I've seen one before that was more fucked up. There was one that where a guy is getting it through the stomach, and the bull's like lifting him through the air. It's like his lower abdomen, like right above his dick. It's the most, because the look of pain on his face, it's just, he knows he's fucked. I mean, he's just done and so i started looking i google searched trying to find that image and i found so many fucking images of these guys yeah. getting dudes why would you most, do that to yourself most of it's the running with the bulls though most of the images came from running with the bulls so many guys getting fucked up by animals brian you went to the la zoo huh oh yeah man that was the worst zoo i've ever been to and one of the just fucking creepiest zoos there was so many cages that look like the animal died and they just never bought a new animal to put in there so it's just like like empty and you're sitting there trying to find the animal and you're like wait a second this cage has not even been touched for five years like and then uh there's just i didn't see one lion i didn't see an elephant were you blazed uh no no i just went there i was sober and, and i went through the whole thing in like two hours it was like so fast it was the worst zoo ever. The only cool thing was... It's not was... as bad as the one I told you about in Massachusetts. There was one that they shut down. That was, it was horrible. They had this, this little tiny-ass cage for this lion, and the lion would just walk around in circles, yeah, looking depressed, walk around in circles. The, the coolest part was when they fed the chimpanzees, and there was like six of them. They were just all lined up, you know, sitting next to each other, itching their butts, you know, and they were all eating... They all grabbed, uh, what is that, cucumbers, and they all just had like four cucumbers, and one was like acting like he was smoking. It looked... It was just hilarious because it was just like humans, and they were all just... But then they're like not sitting like on... It was called the chimpanzee penthouse or the ape penthouse, and it's like they were just sitting like on stairwells. So there was just all these monkeys sitting on stairwells eating cucumbers, and it was just the, the, the oddest thing ever. That zoo is fucking weird. That's it's very strange <laughs> that we feel like it's okay for us to take intelligent animals and just lock them up so we could stare at that, them. Uh, that I don't agree with. Well, that, I mean, that, that zoo, I, I agree with you on that, because uh, that zoo, I don't agree with that zoo. Yeah. That zoo should be torn down. Uh, I was, I'm used to Columbus Zoo, where a monkey has like acres and acres and acres of just grass and San know, Diego's great you know, shit like that you ever been to San Diego yeah yeah that's one of my favorite zoos in the country that's a huge ass zoo you know they have a lot of space to roam around but LA Zoo will get you they'll get you off zoos 
They should be chimps. It should be illegal, man. I was in Colorado at the zoo, and this fucking chimp was screaming, screaming in agony. It wasn't a chimp. It was a monkey. He was in his cage and screaming in agony, and you could hear it in his voice. He was fucking tortured. He was stuck in this little box by himself, and people would just walk by, stare at him, and he was just losing his mind, just screaming. It was such a tortured sound. I mean... Are we really getting that much out of these fucking guys being locked in this thing that it's okay to do this? We yeah. got pictures. Oh, dude, there's this one ape that was there. It was like a red ape, and he looks so that sad. One? Yeah, it's an orangutan. Orangutan, and he is so sad. His eyes were just like so depressed. But then his son came up to me while I was filming and just started slamming the window, like, "Don't record my my dad." <laughs> <laughs> well, he doesn't want you staring at him. Yeah, that's gotta suck, man. They're intelligent. I mean, they're not nearly as intelligent. As people but is it okay to lock up retards you know i mean at what point in time if we could prove that a monkey was as smart as a, a down syndrome person would it be okay to put the down syndrome person in jail next to the monkey you know i mean how how intelligent do they have to be to where we can't lock them up you know that's why i said if we ever found bigfoot you know everybody thinks bigfoot's all cool and everything and you know you watch it on monster quest wow i wonder if it's real if it was real he'd be locked up right next to that fucking orangutan yeah. you know we wouldn't as long as we can't understand your language fuck you <laughs> get in the cage vivid would have a porn video with the bigfoot so? and kendra like kendra or britney sky britney sky i want to see that kendra video but you know what uh my girlfriend was telling me about that kendra video you've heard of it right what? Ken yeah, Kendra. Sex? Yeah, there's a sex tape that came out before Hefner. Right. Well, Hefner dated her when she was 18, so it must have happened like the first two the months. Video she thought was with is with the uh, WEC fighter. Really? Well, how do you know that he wasn't banging her while she was with Hefner? Right, that seems more likely. Yeah, but I supposedly mean, those, guys, those girls don't all fuck them exclusively. That's ridiculous. Well, this supposedly this Poor video girl, was before man. Hefner though. The whole fucking Hefner thing, man. Poor fucking girls. Those poor sad girls that fucked that guy to try to get famous. They had to be. In, they couldn't leave the um, <sighs> mansion after nine nine p.m. That's that hilarious that he would still try to keep them from getting fucked by other guys. He had to know it was going down. Do you follow him on Twitter? No. Do you? Wow, it's so sad. Is it? He oh. just uh, his uh, Hugh Hefner's Twitter is every day is just uh, like think it's just him, rewatched. Or? Oh yeah, it's totally him. Just rewatched Gone with the Wind. I love that movie. Just Ugh. just rewatch Tootsie. Oh, those crazy guys. And every that's Ugh. he just watches old movies all day. That's all he does. Well, he's a hundred years old, bro. I know. How old is he? Sad. He's deep in his eighties, right? Yeah, uh, late eighties. It's amazing that? that he's still got to keep that thing going. You know, he's got to still try to keep that. You know, that fascinating fucking lifestyle. Yeah, at what point do you just go, you know what, everyone just get out of the mansion, yeah. please. I'm just, much, I want to yeah. hang around and be I guess when you stop, old, you stop doing that, though, you start you die. dying. Yeah, yeah, you know? So I mean, he's got to keep the business going, right? I just went to an estate sale the other day. Uh, somebody died down the street, and the estate sales where they just kind of open up their house, and you just buy anything you want. Like, everything's for sale. You know, get the fuck out, all this shit out of the house. So you just walk in and say, I'll give you 50 bucks for that. Right, right, right. And it, it's so crazy because they just, like, the guy died and they did not touch anything. So it's, like, how the guy died. Like, that's how his house looked like. And it's just so crazy just seeing how this person lived, you know, like, like how dirty this person was <laughs> and just, like, how creepy. And well, uh, What was it like? I guess it would be it's really hard to explain like like as an example like his chair the side of his chair was just like stacks of like TV guides from the last 40 years maybe you know and they mm -hmm. all had like crossword puzzles there's some depressing motherfuckers it. out there like we were talking about that Michael Rupert guy imagine if he can be a fly on the wall in his house yeah. him hanging out with his dog 
By the way, one of my favorite quotes from that was uh, is when he t- goes and he, I take my dog out to go walking every day and I have a smile. Collect counter. smiles. And yes, collect I was gonna smiles. bring that up. I was gonna bring that up, dude. The fucking world is ending, according to you, you asshole. And you're out there collecting smiles. Yeah, he sees how you know many who, people you know, he can make smile. You know who he looked like? Remember on Office Space, that guy that made the jump to conclusions floor mat. He looks exactly like that guy. Jump to conclusions floor mat. So Google search jump oh, to yeah. conclusions floor wow. mat office space and look at the photo and then Google's uh, whatever the guy's name is. Rupert. Same guy. This guy said it was the Corey Feldman sale. Corey Feldman's still alive, sir. Yeah, Corey, Corey Haim. Haim died. The handsome Corey. Poor little fella. Yeah. It's another one. Childhood stars, just like your girl Lindsay. Mm. It's a fucking Speaking impossible of- grind, man. Being and, famous as a child, and then what happens? You know, with the Disney Channel now, look at all the future of those guys that that channel's cranking out. Yeah, no shit. I mean, man. it's just like it's a puppy mill yep. f- for future Danny Bonaducci's. That's a great way to put it. It's a puppy mill. It really, <laughs> it really is a is. puppy mill. You're dead right. They all live in this Toluca Lake. I think they're supposed to live there. Really? Yeah, because it's right near Disney. It's right next to the Disney, and they all live in Toluca, like the Jonas Brothers. Uh, what any of them? I don't even know any of them. Yeah, so. they got it down to a science over there at Disney. They know how to make fucking stars. Yeah, they yeah. take a chick who can sing, and they just fucking make them dance. Here's, here's your sitcom. Singing, make them wear promise rings. Ram, next one. You and those sitcoms. Are hopefully, you have a sister. Stupid ass fuck. Did you see the video of Miley Cyrus giving some forty year old guy a lap dance? Mm-hmm. When she was like sixteen, mm-hmm. and her dad's like, "Hey, if your kids gonna be what the kids gonna be?" <laughs> <laughs> fucking don't break my heart. Yeah, it's fucking dad's <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus, you know. God, if that was my daughter, I'd be horrified. I would be sick to my stomach. 16 years old, giving a 40-year-old guy a lap dance. He doesn't give a fuck. He got a second chance at stardom. But bam There's one. Driving around a Ferrari. Achy, he, probably, he used up all that achy, breaky heart money, but this fucking yeah. Miley Cyrus money, this was... Hannah Montana money ain't going nowhere, son. Yep. That, that shit will take him to the grave. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, 541. That means uh, we've been doing this over an hour and a half. Yeah. Two no, hours. No, it's two hours, 20 minutes, or 15 minutes. That's too much. Hours, That's minutes. too much. Um, sorry uh, we had a run out in the beginning and grabbed the microphones, but I know that the shit sounds much better with the microphones on, correct? Oh, totally. Yeah, so glad you enjoy it. John Heffron, what do you got going on that you want to plug? I got nothing going on, but people go to johnheffron.com. They have all my dates there. Heffron with two Fs? Two Fs. John with an H? J-O-H-N-H-E-F-F-R-O-N.com. Add his Twitter. It's on the bottom. Winner of Last Comic Standing. Oh, yeah. Add his Twitter. It's uh, right there on the little screen there. But if you're on iTunes, you don't know what the fuck we're talking about. If you're one of those strictly audio-only fellows. Yeah. Then if you're at iTunes and type in John Heffron and search and look at all my... And you're missing the beauty of the experience of the Mm -hmm. Ustream podcast because the Ustream podcast has facial features. Yes, it does. We look at each other sometimes. We we have costumes. And see when someone's checking their phone. I wrote down my girlfriend on a paper, Dakota Fanning. No one else knew it. What? What the fuck are you talking about, man? What's wrong with you, boy? (laughs) So sad, man. Um, uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week, same time. We've got the sound down now, and uh, now that I finally got the last microphone in today, and that's why we had to take off at the beginning. I thought I had a, a third one, but I didn't have the uh, the microphone cord. So now it's all set up. We're still trying to figure out what the fuck to do behind us. Uh, the green screen setup is not as easy as I thought, because not only do I have to get a TriCaster, but I also have to get fucking lighting in here. It's what about on, a banner? Like just a cool your alien head get, banner. Uh, LED, 3D, Samsung No, no 3D stupidity. Uh, If I'm going to get a TV, it'll just be a regular TV. But that doesn't even make sense because we're talking. 
You know, yeah. it's like it, it yeah, was but, cool if we did it and we, were, we had space behind us. No, but see, but, those TVs that could hook up our computers to it and it could just be a huge ass monitor. This stupid us. TV, this stupid computer doesn't even have an HDMI out. You know, that's the thing about lap Apple's computers as opposed to like PCs. No, 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 PCs no. have so many more outputs. No, no, no. All you have a display no, 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 adapter, no. and all you do is get no, no, a display no, 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 to no. HDMI adapter on eBay for three dollars. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> well, why don't they have, they have a fucking outlet built into my goddamn laptop, son? Because it's a smaller uh, output, so it's. I mean, you, it, it, why they, isn't there a video out? It does. What what video out? It's on the side. It's a mini display adapter. Oh, that thing. And you just get a, a mini display adapter to HDMI. So cable. we would do that and put it behind us. And then what would we put on it? We just have it as a second monitor behind us. So you have a, you want to show a video, you just drag it to the you behind know what? us. We should when we should be talking. We should have just nothing but car accidents. Totally. <laughs> just, <laughs> just the entire Random wreckage. We'll, we'll have episodes like this week. It's going to be the problem with the green screen is we can't have video. We have images, and that's not as cool. No, you could do video. You could do anything you want to behind us. That green screen is just like old technology. Why not have a huge L- LCDs are so cheap nowadays. Just just have a crazy big LCD. That'd be a hundred times better. No, it wouldn't though. Because if you had a green screen, we could have like fucking monsters. We get a up green behind us. If we get a green screen, we'll get that stupid clipping where one of us will have like green hair. You know, and it just looks shitty. Does it? Yeah. Do you think it makes sure John Heffron? green screen technology is not I've John Heffron? What would you good. think? Good stuff with the green screen, and then you could plug. The clipping apparently is from the lighting. The, if you have yeah, lighting, lighting green screens are pretty tough. If you have you have to have like power else. lighting in here, so we'd have to flood ourselves with. And lighting. none of us could wear a green tint of a shirt. Well, today we would have. We would be fine. We'd be golden. Yeah. We'll figure it out. But the sound issue is done. The video issue is done. We changed cameras. We uh, also the whole use this uStream producer thing now, so we have uh, the option of having these uh, HD cameras broadcast the show. So. Uh, that's the next step is we're going to set up more than one camera because right now we're all on this one couch like three monkeys. But I, <laughs> uh, but I have it set up so that there's another chair over there. So I don't I know want if to I like get, this like... webcam, Joe. No? It's Why? It keeps on going in and out of focus. Right. It's autofocus. I wonder if that's a setting. I don't think it is. Who gives a fuck? All right, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes we're blurry. That's been the show this week. <laughs> it's 5.45, and uh, that's more than two and a half hours. So uh, thank you very much for tuning in. We will be back next week, same bat time, same bat channel, Tuesday, as it were, or Wednesday, as I yelled at my manager. And uh, we'll see you, motherfuckers. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thanks again for everything. Thanks for all the constructive criticism. Thanks for coming to the shows. I'll be in Canada soon. Uh, I don't know the dates. Sometime in June. Go to JoeRogan.net. It's all up there. Next big show in in America is in Vegas, House of Blues, July second. See you, bitches there. I don't know who's coming with Isn't me. Is that I this think week? And you have Sam a show? Tripoli. No, 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 no shows this weekend. Thank you very much, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Redman.com. Thanks.